Hello and welcome episode 21, Geekishitoku Podcast. Good news, Sean, we can drink now. We can? We can. Well, at least in the States. We've been able to drink everywhere else for a while now. That is true. Yeah, because, you know, the United States are run by old farts who can't change with the times. Yep. Okay. But this isn't the politics podcast. Nope. Because we would lose a lot of viewers if we tried doing that. That's why we leave those discussions for private conversations. Yeah. Um, so we had a weird thing the past month. Uh, we recorded... And then Sean was going to edit. Something happened. There was just weird things that happened. He doesn't know if he corrected things or if things didn't get corrected. And then I helped him. And then shit was just hitting the fan everywhere and people were getting busy. So we just recorded a podcast for one week. It took two weeks to actually get it out. And then... Here we are two weeks later. Here we are. I would have said the podcast was uh, lost to time, and I had to go digging through the time stream to find it, but... Nah. You're a lot more creative, and we didn't really think of anything before we did mm. this. Nah. So. <laughs> I got lost in time. Um, Let's just put it at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, now you're going to have trouble, because now you can't walk properly through time. Yeah. I've always had issues with that. Um... So we're going to try to get through a lot of the stuff we missed. Um, TV talk will probably be short because I only watch two shows now out of however many there are. One of them angered me. So, yeah. Nah. One of them angered a lot of people. Yes, it did. And I want to punch some people in the <laughs> face. But we will get to that. <laughs> but first, news. First, Unrelated news. We have Star Wars. Because we've gotten a new trailer. That people are very upset about, but also people are very happy about. Everybody that's pissed off about this can eat my ass. I don't care. (laughs) If you're you're upset about this trailer, fuck you. I saw it, and I got the heebie-jeebies. So... Oh yeah, very good. It made me happy. Um, so, from what we can tell, the movie takes... I've, I've talked <clears> to <throat> my sister about this. She likes Star Wars, too. Um, it takes place in between episode three and four. And more so towards the end of that sort of in-between time. So, it it's yeah. more of a yeah, definitely. Like right before episode four happens... Yeah, because they show shots of the giant weapon going into the Death Star. Yeah, the giant disc. Um, yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we actually see Darth Vader. I hope we do. It would be interesting. We um, might. We might not. Who knows? Then we've got we've got Donnie Yen bringing some martial arts type shit to kill some storm to not kill, but it looks like he's training stormtroopers. Maybe. It's hard to tell. Yep. And Forrest Whitaker's in the movie. Yep. We get at-ats, so that's cool. Yep. Gigantic walking <laughs> turtles. And then, of course, the badass main character that she is. I 
forgot her name. What the Jane her name? Erzo, played by Jin Jin Erzo, played by Felicity. The type of Felicity Jones, that we like. I never even heard of. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to that. Again, we will get to that later. Damn it, Sean. <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars. We're not talking about Arrow. Yeah. It's kind of like Arrow in space, but better. <laughs> not really. No, I just wanted to just wanted to confuse people. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the trailer, go see it. If you've seen the trailer, go watch it again. Yeah. This is going to be insane. And like when I first when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, "Oh, cool. Someone made a fan movie." And then I saw Lucas Films and I'm like, "Wait, this is like actual like Star Wars canon." I was like, "Okay, I'm fine with this." Like, I, I was totally clueless of, like... Because I knew we were getting a Boba Fett movie and we are getting a Han Solo oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Besides the main Star Wars movies, I didn't know we were actually getting, like... I knew we were getting Rogue One, but I didn't know it was going to be this awesome. But... And it's cool because they actually make mention of the... Because in the movies, they actually make mention of the rebels that got mm-hmm. us this information. And that's who these. That's who she and whatever group. It's she's the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. So. Should be a fun time. It's coming out and this then, year. So, yay. Yep. And it's pretty cool. I li- I like the final shot. And I say I of Ben. Is this Ben? Did Ben do this one? I don't know. Or was I don't Mike? know, but Ben did the next one. It's Mike. Yeah. Okay. Mike did this one. Good job, Mike. And finally. In a total badass shot, we know that sometime in this in this film, Jin is going to get herself a suit and steal a Tie Fighter, and that sounds <laughs> awesome. And I agree with you, Mike. That does sound awesome. Oh yeah. So, ah, uh, this movie is definitely going to be a good fucking movie. Oh yeah, that one. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year of movies. Yeah, it's going to be a good like. Five-ish years for movies because we're getting all the Marvel movies some maybe hopefully decent DC movies <laughs> uh, Star Wars movies we're getting the Power Rangers we movie next Warcraft year. this year we might get a we, we, Warcraft we might get we might get another Power Rangers movie besides the one we're already getting within the next so five get Warcraft, years we Dependent. got Sly Cooper we got Assassin's Creed a lot of Ratchet and, the Clank. Ratchet and Clank movies out. Like, those are just video game based movies that are coming out within the near future. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting five years for movies. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the same could be said um, about TV shows. Hopefully. But. Um, and I think that's we can exactly segue. what I was planning on. <laughs> Fantastic. We're getting into a subject that I know absolutely nothing about, so Sean, take it over. Okay, so for those of you who are too young to know about this, Voltron was a thing in the 80s. It was before Power Rangers. These guys had five lions that formed together into one giant massive robot that fought evil. And it was based off of a uh, Japanese anime called Go Lion, I believe. And it was one of three, like, Go series. There was 
one that was just three robots forming into a big robot, then Voltron, and then probably the worst thing ever, Voltron Vehicle Force, where it took 20 or so pieces to form Voltron. And Robot Chicken had a very wow. funny little thing. It's like, all right, all right, nope, that didn't work. Separate, let's try this again, and again, and again. And, yeah. But this is the Lion one, and this is the one that most people associate with Voltron. There was already a TV series that brought it back a few years back on Nicktoons called Voltron Force, which was an extension of the Voltron mythos. This, I believe, is a reboot entirely from what I've been looking at, because if you look further down, it it has the original five, because one of them ends up leaving and is replaced by a girl who pilots one of the lions. I, I, did, I did see that. Like, I, I saw the main cast, and I'm like, wasn't there a she took girl? It, she took over about halfway through, and they... She was what pink, color? and she controlled the blue lion. Gotcha. Okay, so that means she... Repl- I'm guessing she replaced the guy in the middle, because everybody well, else here's has the main thing. colors. The guy in red pilots the black lion. Guy in black pilots the red lion. Blue pilots blue. Green pilots green. And yellow pilots yellow. What the fuck, dudes? <laughs> Why not just swap jackets? Because That's red dumb. has to be the leader. Like, I... Well then we have him fucking do the red one Which is brought up in Voltron Force Because something happens And now Voltron's able to swap middle parts So they were able to swap through each Like black lion middle Red lion middle Blue, green, yellow So so essentially the uh, The the Zero Megazord In a sense They need to switch helmets (laughs) Except it was more than just the helmets it was the entire torso that was changed, along with different weapon styles. Black Lion had a sword. Blue Lion I, I, has a lance. Black uh, Red Lion has guns. Green Lion's a ninja. And then the Yellow Lion has, like, a giant wrecking ball. But fun. that's all scrapped for this new Netflix series, which actually is coming soon. Um, June 10th. June Four 10th. days before my birthday. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Voltron Legendary Defender. And I am so psyched for this. Wait, 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 wait. This was made? Yeah. No yeah. Way. <laughs> like, I don't like Voltron, but if this was made by mm-hmm. DiMartino, I might have to watch this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let's see. It... Damn. Because <laughs> I, I won't lie, I did watch the video. The Forming a Legend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, I just feel like, I part of me kind of wishes that, like, live-action Power Rangers would be finished and they would start doing cartoons, because you could probably do a lot more. They would cost a lot less money because you wouldn't have to hire actors. You could hire voice actors. You could bring past actors back to do like legendary battle type fighting and bring back fucking everybody you can bring back because it'll cost a hell of a lot less money yep now now I really want that cause then I, I mean the, the drawback for that would be you have to make your own footage but at the same time you're drawing it rather than having to you know 
spent hours and hours and hours trying to get yeah. one sequence done. So we've got Keith, who is the guy in the the guy in the red. Lance is the guy in no, yeah, Lance is the guy in black. Hunk is in yellow. Pidge is in green, and Shiro, who everyone in America knows as Sven, was in bl- is in blue. In the picture, like they're wearing that color. Shiro's name is a nod to Sven's u- surname in the original Goline animation mm-hmm. Gane. Okay, yeah, That's and cool. so it's going to be all ready to binge watch June tenth, and it's going to and it's going to explore more. More so than, oh no, Zarkon sending his forces. We gotta go stop him. It's gonna be more of their lives. So it might just be a half hour thing, but it might be a pretty long, like, season binge, too. See, it would be kind of cool if, like, you, me, and, like, Eric and Zach from Ranger Command are just, like, Chris from, you know, a kickback, and we could all just, like, come together because like uh, source fed nerds source source fed nerd does this thing with daredevil and like marvel shows where they'll like live stream themselves watching but they'll also have other people watching so you get kind of like reactions and the audience talks with them watching it and blah 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 and i wish we could do that because if we could do that with this yeah i'd be cool it would be the best you because you'd have you'd have people like you and probably, I'm guessing Eric and them know more uh, about Zach Voltron might than I, I do. think Zach is the one who's more Voltron. Yeah. So I mean, you could have you could have like you and Zach who have seen a lot of Voltron and know what the show is about, and then you could have me and Eric, the complete noobs, just sitting there watching it, and you could have two perspectives on yeah. the show. You know what Plus we audience. call that? We call that an intro cast in the podcasting world. Two veterans take two newbies, and they watch a show together fun fact actually I, I know we're going off on tangents here but this just sparked my head um uh the ace of geeks there was someone on staff who had yet no to way. see star wars and i mean i mean star wars i don't mean the prequels Jesus i mean star Christ. wars so they actually watched a new hope and when they got to that part, he didn't know. And they recorded it. It was hilarious. Like, he's just sitting there. You got someone doing, like, a side cell phone shot. He's like, I am your father. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> it was great. It was freaking great. I loved it. Like, to see one of the, to see a moment like that, even though the show has been out for nearly what? Or the movie's been out for... Nearly almost 50, 30... Almost no, 50. 40 years? We're getting near, like, the 50-year mark of just... No, because okay. it was 1977. No, so it 40, yeah. Sorry, so my math 40. is off. If it was nearly 50 years, my they'd math be doing is a off. lot more. But... Yeah. It's nearly 40 years since that show, since that movie came out. And they just watched it and was completely surprised to know Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker. Spoiler alert! <laughs> with all, yeah, with all the jokes that go around, with all uh, just what we did there, there was still someone who was within our our age range that did not know that, and that's amazing. 
for someone to actually live through that almost 40 years after it happened originally. So going back to Voltron, the last paragraph, um, it says that the show is going to be spending as much time outside of the robot as they do inside. So we might not see the full Voltron combination every single episode, which is great because their lions themselves are very, very interesting pieces of technology when fighting separately. Each of So they're not like Power Rangers, they actually try to use them separately before Yeah, think Voltron. of it more like the uh uh like the Shogun Zords. The Shogun Zords can fight okay. on their own before forming together to like if they need the power up together. I was going to say sort of like uh Jungle yeah, Fury in, in that sense too. I mean, yeah. We don't really see that now in today's Power Rangers. More so the Shogun The Shogun Zords are pretty much but, the better. Yeah. A like sort of thing. Or Ooh, the Super yeah, Zeo Megazords. Those two. They're essentially yeah. the same thing. I mean, let's be honest. Five individual Zords that come together to form yeah. a bigger one. And with that, we have finished the non... The miscellaneous... The miscellaneous... <laughs> geek news. And now we go into Marvel stuff. For a few seconds. Really. I just want you guys to know there's one, two, three, four, five, six piece of Marvel news, all from the Marvel Report. So, huge shout out to Sean for knowing the people, and Andy and all the people from the Marvel Report, because you're helping our podcast. Yep. Always always sharing the love with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> because I... Yeah. you They're pretty great writers. So Again, you have to talk to Andy talk to Andy. Have him watch Drive, like the first episode of Drive. And then we can come in here and we can like flip-flop it. Or something like that. We can talk Toku first and then talk Geek. And then he can be around where we can talk yeah, about Marvel stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I'll talk to him about that. You gotta talk but to Andy about before that. Before we get completely off track, we've got new Marvel Most Wanted cast member thingies. So, um... Uh, he was Where in the I original Mummy before? and Resident Evil movies. Okay, for some reason I can't think he was an Arrow. because he played, he's he's not the same person. I know he's not the same person. But that's who I thought it was. I thought he was the same guy who was stuck on the island with uh, Oliver and the Shadow, the woman. No, it it wouldn't be what's his face. Who gave Oliver the hood. Okay. Because he's... Yeah. Well, wasn't it the woman that gave him the hood? Or yeah. Gave, gave him the hood? Okay. It was, it was, it was her, not him. Because he he was actually jealous of that whole relationship thing. Again, that's all... Well, it's all Arrow is. It's just relationships. And made even more so because... Yeah. Um, we'll I'm looking at his stuff. <laughs> he has been... Okay, really? They made a Kaijudo series again? God damn it. Uh, no. Uh, he was the voice of Ra's al Ghul in Young Justice. Huh. 
That's another show I've been uh, to go back and watch. I mean, he's had roles in many, many, many things. He was Doctor Fate in the Justice League yeah, cartoon. I, I, I recognize him. Uh, cool. And I mean, so he's been in. So he's done a lot of cartoons, and now well, he gets he's to done be a lot in of live action, live action stuff too. He was in Resident. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like he's done a lot of like kind of like comic book cartoon stuff, and now he gets to be in some. And for some reason, um, action. IMDb's labeling Marvel's Most Wanted as a TV movie. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't someone know. screwed up there. And then Fernanda and who has been in Law and Order, things, Sons of Anarchy, Lord, Law and Order, Sons of Anarchy. I bet a lot of people think remember her from yeah. Sons of Anarchy. And then probably. we've got the other guy who we talked about beforehand. Scroll a little further down. There's the logo. Not that impressive because I mean it's a Marvel show. Marvel show logos aren't nah. that impressive. You know the what makes hair? it impressive? The crosshair and the O. I mean, come on, nobody. Uh, I feel right. like some other things have done it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the W is kind of all weirdly slanted. Oh yeah. All you got to do is put like a put a few lightning bolts on there, and you've got the Power Rangers logo. <laughs> so yeah, more cast for that. Rumor time: Captain Britain getting his own TV series. I don't know. Captain Britain, he seems like an interesting character. I know nothing about him other than the uh, Superhero Squad episode where they got the Captains of the World and Wolverine was dubbed Captain Canada. <laughs> I think there's there an might actual be, Captain but Canada. Superhero Squad dubbed him Captain Canada, <laughs> and it was hilarious. See, well, see, I, I feel like if they're going to do this... They need to do all of it. Like, they don't, they don't just need a Captain Britain. They need, like, get Captain America in there. You know, get Chris Evans to show up. You know, get Captain Canada. Uh, you know, Captain France. Captain Italy. That Maybe not all in one episode, obviously, but, like, you know, cameos and stuff. Yeah. And if the series does come to fruition... It potentially could be linked up to Marvel's Most Wanted, because uh, apparently in an issue of Captain Britain, uh, Hunter's 616 counterpart was introduced. So, that's all speculation. More casting news, but for something that's actually more important to me. Iron Fist, which... Adds another Game of Thrones actor, actor to Hell's Kitchen. So, let's see. Game of Thrones actress Jessica Henwick is joining the cast of Iron Fist. She'll play a martial arts expert running her own dojo and will serve as an ally to Iron Fist. I'm sorry. Every time I hear, like, running their own dojo i automatically go back to power rangers because you know all the people you know like adam and, we well, need help and then the, the actors dojo. themselves like, steve cardenas uh, um the guy who well i know steve cardenas does uh, uh, the blue Jason lightspeed Frank rescue ranger does. actor does mm-hmm 
Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? I only remember the character's name is name. Chad. Hey, I'm Chad. And I go scuba diving. Chad. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, water. I have to be associated with water somehow. And then and then in the team up with uh Wild Force, he's a lifeguard. Yeah. Yep. Um Oh. I guess she was also in Force Awakens. She was a X Wing pilot. Hmm. Appearing in the film for a short period of cool. time, quickly became a fan favorite for being the first female pilot and visible Asian woman in the franchise. Cool. So Iron Fist will be sometime next year. Don't know when. Uh, Luke Cage will be September September 30th. Sorry. You can actually see what she looks like, too, in the suit. I also want to say they're shipping him. Her and Ray. I don't know why, but they are. If you click that link, there's two pictures of them, like, making out. Or... One is one. One is of them making out. The other one is like a a cute moment between the two of them. It's weird. It really is. Speaking of cute things and cute places, segueing to Disneyland because they closed down Superhero HQ in Tomorrowland and have proceeded to move some, not all of their characters, I believe, to California Adventure. So. You can no longer travel the Bifrost to chat with Thor or visit Shield's Vault to talk with Spider-Man. Can't go into the Star Technology Exhibit Hall either. Uh, they jumped across to California Adventure where Captain America and Spider-Man are just going to be hanging out. So. And in instead, Monster University has been replaced with the 15th Precinct with Welcome Home Captain America and you'll find a Daily Bugle headline, Spider-Man, Superhero or Super Menace? Story by Daily Bugle, Editor-in-Chief J. Jonah Jameson. And up at the top you can see Midtown Wreckage Superheroes to Blame, which is probably a reference to Civil War. Nelson and Murdoch from uh... Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then From, uh, on the other side, Daredevil. another Spider-Man sort of thing. Oscorp, uh, Iron Man has Hammer Tech and Stark newest tech revealed. Hammer. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's it's cool because a Spider-Man is showing stuff that has to do with mm-hmm. cinematic universe. B, it pretty much. It's it's concrete evidence that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, and soon to be Iron Fist, will be part of. The, well, and Luke there have Cage been Easter eggs part of the all over universe. the place in the TV in the Netflix series. There have been newspaper clippings. There were newspaper clippings in some know. of the uh, in some of the newspaper places, like in the newspaper HQ. There was the Battle of New York. There was something on a TV screen and Jessica Jones referencing. Age of Ultron. 
there was a slight reference to Spider-Man before he was even confirmed to be in Civil War. So there have been references all over the place. That's pretty cool. I'd like to see a compilation of them. I don't actually want to watch the shows, but you know, I'd Google like to it. see a compilation of them. <laughs> And yeah, I'm sure I could sticking along with the whole MCU thing, uh, the trailer for Doctor Strange isn't out yet. We're going to have to wait for three more days as of this recording. So it'd be either two or one more day for you guys. And it's going to show up on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's probably going to make like a, his own yeah. version of it where Cumberbatch is in the Doctor Strange outfit. And uh, there's the meme going around where since they don't have the special effects in place they have them like jumping through a portal and they just take Benedict Cumberbatch and start placing him in random situations which is hilarious because there's one there's one of him playing hopscotch yeah I saw the gif (laughs) if you haven't seen it go find it somewhere because he's in everything just showing up randomly oh it's perfect um, there's not much else to say about that, yeah. but that's one of the movies. And it, the trailer will also be attached to Civil War when it lands in theaters May 6th, and the movie yep. comes out November 4th. And the Gambit movie, which I forgot to mention, that was supposed to be coming out this year, there hasn't been a news story covering it, but it's pretty, pretty definitely pushed back. If that was even English. I make up my own sentence structure. Deal with it. And the last sort of bit of Marvel news, we're getting another series, another sort of Marvel series, but this one isn't going to be on ABC or Netflix. Remember ABC Family? You know, the one that has the Harry Potter marathon button in case of emergency? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you haven't heard that joke before. That's I have not heard that joke before. That is brilliant. It's so yeah, true. It has like the 30 brilliant. days of Halloween as well as like the 30 uh. days of Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know that one, Brian. Yeah, Which, that one ironically before. enough, Sorry. includes Harry Potter in both of them. <laughs> but yeah. they changed their name to Freeform about January. It's where they have a lot of yeah, crazy that. shows including one based off of the Mortal Instruments books called Shadowhunters. It's fun, but, you know, it's kind of meant for the young adult audience, so anyone from the ages of 16 to, like, 22. So if you like Pretty Little Liars, if you like Stitchers, if you like those kinds of shows, this Marvel show would be right up your alley. Because the comic book itself is also written sort of that way. So this has been ordered straight to series. It is Cloak and Dagger, which follows two teenagers who gain superpowers while falling in love. The female, Tandy, can emit light daggers, while Tyrone can consume things in in complete darkness. Which is why he is the cloak and she is the dagger. It's going to be interesting. So. 
Also, I, I feel like they're trying to pull like what CW and C, uh, CBS has. So if like somehow down the line they have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. crossover, they're hoping people are going to be like, Oh my god, it's going to be great! And then it's just well, going to be like, okay. The thing is, like, ABC Freeform is still owned by Disney. So it's not like it's not like CBS only owns half well, of yeah, the I CW. Know. So that sort of... It, it's, it's eh. weird. But... We'll see. You know what? I'm going to wait for people to be like, well, if everything's owned by Disney, why can't we just have, like, you know, a Star Wars meets Marvel universe? They did that, sort of. I mean... Well, yeah, there was also Phineas and Ferb, sort of, is that branching point for... Because they had the Star Wars episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. Avengers episode. I mean, they're not like it wasn't like one episode having both. It was sort of they're sort of the tether between the two, like the oh yeah, I know degrees of separation featuring Kevin Bacon without the Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It was just announced uh two days ago, actually. Neither have I. When and I, I saw I it never posted up, I'm like, either, oh, so. I'm going to go check that out. And then I sent the link to you. Because it just seemed interesting. So. Yeah. I'll have I'll have to watch it. Because right now it just doesn't seem interesting to me. you got to have really good characters we'll for it to work. <laughs> but now moving on to TV shows yeah. that we actually watch. Or sort of, kind of, sometimes watch on a... Sort of. Occasional basis. <laughs> With the exception of one, which we watch all the time because it's the greatest show on the face of the planet. Not the one that we're talking about now, the next one that we're talking about. But, so we're starting off with Supergirl, because it's on Mondays. Okay. And then we'll work our way till Thursday. Yeah, There's still more but news, the news right? is DC news. There's no more Marvel news. So I was going to throw this piece of news... In with Arrow because it's uh, Arrow okay. related, gotcha. so we're going to talk about the shows gotcha. and just work our way to the news of okay. that. Uh, so Supergirl happened. Siobhan got fired. Siobhan tried to yep. sabotage uh, Kara's life, and Wind's like, "Nope, uh, you just got wind. I will think about that and try to work something better." Cisco's probably sitting there, going interdimensionally, going. I could have said something better. <laughs> That's what I want. I want. I want those two to talk. Well, that would funny be a you really should mention interesting that. conversation. Um, according to some interviews that I've read, uh, if there is a Kara Danvers of any sort in Earth One, she's still going to be an alien. I actually saw an interesting theory. What if Krypton was still there in Earth One? So Kara Danvers and Kal-El are. It's Kara Zor-El. Kara-El, Karel, Kara Zor-El. Yeah, they still live on Krypton. So then, what if something happens that brings them both? That would be interesting, but. It would be it would be an interesting way to bring. No, like see, like it, see, I I don't think they'll do that. 
Because that would mean bringing Melissa Benoist over to Flash to play an entirely different version no. of Supergirl. And they wouldn't do that. So, they, so the only way we would see Supergirl on Flash is if yeah, it was the one we know from the television show. But, it, but, it's, a, but it's, a, it's an interesting theory to think about that. That Kara Zor-El and Kal-El are still alive like, theoretically, on Krypton. Because we don't know about that. Well, Because like in the infinite thing of universes, it's entirely possible that in this particular one, Krypton Yeah, but then we also there. have to think of what... Uh... What Rip said when he sort of kind of referenced Batman and Superman. Men of Steel and Dark Knight's Fall. That sort of kind of lends credence to that this version of Earth is sort of the mainstream continuity. Minus a few things. Well, see, also, you gotta think, though, he's from the future... So he might be from a future in which Superman and Batman were killed. So if they fix it, wouldn't that technically mean that Batman and Superman could still be alive at that point? And that at that point with Flash and Arrow in that particular generation, Superman and Batman are still alive. They just don't know it. Because they, I mean, again, you have the whole Oliver thing telling Felicity you can't be called the Oracle because the Oracle already exists. So, I mean, it's going to be huge. I, I really want to wait for that one day. That one day where we get breaking news. So-and-so cast as Batman, who will make an appearance in Arrow or Flash. Or there's a crossover between Arrow and Flash where Batman shows up. And everybody's like, oh yeah. my god! You know? Oh, yeah. So, I hope it happens. And then we can... And then, again... We would be just that much closer to a full live-action <laughs> Justice League Unlimited. Because that's what I want. You've got all the tools for it. All of the tools to do a live-action Justice League Unlimited show. You have everything. And you're just not... You're not and there's a good reason behind push. it. It's not just because of the movies. It's sort of this whole oversaturation... But that's whatever. Eh. But because I mean, because I mean, you. I mean, even if you didn't want to do that, I feel like something. I keep going off of tangents, but I keep getting ideas in my head, and it's it's a sickness. I know it is. Um, think if the movie Batman versus Superman was another Earth for Flash. So if they talk with, like, say, Ben Affleck, that's not Affleck, that's the insurance company, Ben Affleck, to make an appearance in Flash, mm-hmm. like, he all of a sudden just appears and, you know, what's going on, you know, and there's, like, breaches happening or whatever, and then Batman shows up and they're just like, oh my god, who are you? I'm Batman. And that would just kind of like I don't know. To me, it would be cool because then it would be like technically everything's well, in continuity. That, it's just the executive another. people have said is that pre the DC movie universe as like a separate Earth in the DC TV universe. Then where's our fucking? Well, deal? Barry has only just started to learn it? how to do inter inter-dimensional, inter Earth travel. 
which leads into the crossover. Siobhan gets her oh, yeah. power. She falls out of a window and uses her her scream to like save <laughs> herself. Job. I'm getting back on topic <laughs> because we kind of need to. Yeah, good. One of us has to. <laughs> and then we get into the crossover. And here's the interesting part about that. This sort of feels like it aired and the Flash episode that aired next felt like it should have happened. The crossover should have aired this week instead of last week. See, that's that's, um, that's something, something that they brought that, up. Yeah, Again, I keep bringing up. Source because of the tachyon thing on Barry's chest. It's something they brought up. Where Also the logo. Well, it's not just that. It's uh, Matt Lieberman in in the superhero roundup. He, they all love the shows. And that's why I keep bringing it up. Because they keep giving me ideas and all that type of stuff. He said his way of ending the show, uh, that particular episode, kind of the same thing Barry did. But instead of having him run to a cliff and just, oh, Adrian, you know, essentially type bullshit, he just runs really fast, trying to get as fast as he can, trying to blow off all of his emotions, and then just gone. And that's when mm-hmm. he appears in the Supergirl universe. That would have made everything a lot more interesting. And then you could have started off the next episode of flash with him reappearing so you know because you could you could have spent the what five seconds five ten seconds of the of the next flash episode where he he comes through the barrier but and with the way they sent him back he kind of rolls but then lands on his feet and he goes well that was interesting or that was a fun time and he like smiles and then just he's gone yeah. and then i'm the flash but you know, instead whatever. they decided to air these out of order because there was a week where Super Supergirl was on that the Flash well, wasn't, and that kind of well, offset it, which is. Well, I think it's also I think it's also the production. Their production dates are off, so like one may have done everything. Obviously, Flash probably did their stuff before yeah, Supergirl did their stuff. So they could they couldn't plan for it. Probably. Yeah, the random weeks then, off, like, said, like with what happened this past week, where stuff. Flash and Supergirl weren't on, but Arrow and Legends were, which kind of is now offsetting. Which is what happened yeah. last year, especially during because there was like a little mini crossover at the end of season one for for the Flash, where I think I don't I don't remember. It was either yeah. I think it was when Cisco and uh, Joe went to uh, Star City. Or something. I don't know. Well, that that was the one where Barry asked yeah, there Oliver was, There was a lot of nonsense going and on. And then he was because, shooting arrows at him. Because the CW also hosts a lot of, like, things, it gets preempted a lot. Which is whatever. Um, yeah. Binge watchers don't have to deal with this. People who wait for it to hit Netflix don't have to deal with this. Basically, if you're watching it, that's that's me. <laughs> season three, season three of Arrow, season one of Flash. Just watch them individually. Watch Flash, watch Arrow, watch Flash, yeah. watch and Arrow. The crossovers over and fit. Over and over everything again, fits, and, and it fits nicely. But when you're watching it week to week on broadcast television. Uh-huh. 
things yeah. can get preempted, something happens, and then we get this. But because of what Barry learned in the episode yeah. of Flash, it would have made sense that the Supergirl crossover would have happened afterwards because of him learning about tachyons, him learning about faster than light, going faster than light, which is what you need to break through the space-time yeah. barrier. But the crossover was fun. Yeah. Like, just seeing their chemistry together and Barry in Kat's office going, you know, I think the Flash sounds better, and she just glares at him. It's like, no. Yeah. Was the blur another very name early for the Flash on at some point? I thought so. I kind of figured. And I know, like the Scarlet well, that's also Speedster, his nickname. That's, that's his what, nickname. It's like the Flash, aka the Scarlet Girl. Speedster. Yeah. The Scarlet. But Speedster. yeah, yeah. There were... The crossover was fun. Overall, I liked the crossover. It was good. I, I mean, I feel like. I feel like it was kind of a misstep in the fact that it wasn't really about the crossover. It was like, here's a Supergirl plot line. Oh, by the way, here's the Flash. The thing was, it probably was a script. And I didn't like that. Because they were trying to figure it out, and they're like, okay, we have this episode that we could possibly do it in, and it would work, but we just have to wait from both networks to sort of approve it. And by the time it was already approved, it was like, well, we can't do that much of a rewrite to the script because then it would take a lot more time to film, to edit, to do all this other stuff. So we'll still go with the plot and we'll just weave the flash in at points. You can. Yeah, you can tell. You can, and you can that's, really tell that's okay. That that's okay. Rewrites. Because it was an inter-network sort of crossover. It would have had problems like that if Supergirl came over to the Flash, nah. like the following I hope... episode. I I feel like I feel like when they do it again, ratings went you know through the roof because it was you know it was huge. People watched it, you know, yeah. So you know, people will watch it. Um, so when it happens again, hopefully it happens either mid or late. Well, now in that the they season, sort of seen what is planned out, they better. were very hesitant to do it at first because. You know, they didn't know. Oh. Well, network execs. It's all about I, the money. Like, like they were I understand. That it wouldn't bring in like, ratings. <laughs> See, again, I don't agree with that. Because it's like, this is comic books. People shell out billions to see the movies. What makes you think that people wouldn't say. Oh my god, Flash Supergirl crossover, two totally different networks, and they're planning something huge. Why would Because network execs get don't understand I don't understand things. What they understand is numbers. They understand money, they understand ratings. Both shows don't have ridiculously tremendous ratings. So they they initially thought, "Oh, so it'll reach like the average rating level of either a Flash episode or a Supergirl episode." They didn't realize how big of it it was. Because they don't take into account, they only take into account the first three days. So Monday plus three days. So Monday to Thursday ratings. After that, no one cares. Networks don't care about the plus seven numbers. They only care about live plus three. 
They care about live and live plus three. Because that's what advertisers care about. And it's looking at... And they didn't realize that doing something like this yeah. would bring in those live plus seven numbers to the already live and live plus three numbers. So it got a lot more ratings because more people wanted to watch it live because it was more of an event than just a, oh, here's an episode of Flash, I'll watch it, you know, a couple days after it airs when I have time. No, it's like, I cleared my schedule, I'm watching this crossover. Which, again, CW should have, no, the CBS should have looked at the crossover numbers for Arrow and and uh and the flash because those have the most ratings like especially when you have a special guest as well like with the legends of tomorrow sort of spinning off from that people who were in the know knew about it and spread it like wildfire yeah and it got a lot of ratings also when special characters come in like constantine or vixen those boost the ratings oh yeah like i said man they they are god they are preparing such an awesome way to do a Justice League Unlimited like it's just Justice League anything type of like huge just blockbuster event like i said do the whole like start on the end of Legends of Tomorrow and then Monday through Thursday the following week you know for Supergirl Flash Arrow Legends of Tomorrow just crazy stuff happens. Well, some, would, some have gone and on and said that Legends crossovers. of Tomorrow is sort of like a mini Justice League in that sense, because you remember, because you watched the Justice League animated series, Vandal Savage was one of the main villains. He was also one of the main villains in Young Justice. Yeah. So he has history with huge teams yep. like that. So it makes, so Legends of Tomorrow is sort of like a Justice League, but not Justice League. Like, it's a Justice League without the name. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the yeah. Beast. Not even, like, but B. At this point, I'd say, like, C. Squad. Crossover was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. They're, like, decent actors, decent characters. No. It's just, you know, they're nowhere near the A squad. Unless you're talking SPD, and then it's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, B squad yeah. is the highest you'll ever get. Well, that made no sense. There is there is no A squad. We'll be B squad. I'm like, well, then technically you'd be. They would be A squad in rank, one. but B squad by name. You, you see where we're going with this? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like we're we're the B squad. No, they're the B squad. Who's no, on we're first? B squad. No, you're A squad. On second. No, we're B squad, and it's just ending. <laughs> <laughs> who's on yeah. first what's on second i don't know who's on third <laughs> exactly i don't give a darn at shortstop <laughs> yep today's pitching tomorrow's yep. a catcher and so yes i've listened to that many now. times over because we love to go on tangents <laughs> My head just and swims then I sort with of ideas. Like, Here's and just how every it would now work. and then I catch one. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you, you tend to be the net. Like I hold it out there, be like, exactly. "Hey, look what I got!" And you're like, "Great!" Exactly. And I go through and I use my knowledge of TV and <laughs> media in general to sort of 
rationalize your sometimes crazy ideas. Okay, you know, it's mostly. It's sometimes mostly. Sometimes crazy ideas? It's mostly. I mean, I'll, ad- uh, I mean, I'll admit I yeah. get a lot so, of crazy ideas. Crossover, it's like 95% crazy ideas. There wasn't a Supergirl episode this week, so... Will she reference Barry again? Who knows? Hmm. Oh, also, th- actually, the crossover, there's one other thing I want to say. I posted a picture of it after the episode aired, or actually after I watched it, because I didn't watch it live. Um, during, after the entire crossover was finished, Yeah. and uh, Olsen walks out, and she's like, what did I do? What did I say? And then just hears like a sound from outside and looks, and then just see the people walking in the streets. First thing, very first thing that popped into my head was leap to your doom. Jesus. That's the first thing that popped into my head. I'm sorry. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Like, I I really wish I could have, like, record, like, like, had, like, a video file of it. I could probably do it. It's not that difficult. And then take the audio from the Power Rangers movie and just put it behind it. Because it would work. Yeah. <laughs> like, the trance he goes in before he walks out, and how the group of people are just watching, it's like the exact same thing! They just didn't have to touch yeah. some... I totally forgot that that was happening in Supergirl. To get it. You just reminded me. Yeah, so Project Genesis is going on yeah. or something. Or no, what is it? Yep. It's not Genesis, because Genesis is Arrow. Yeah. This is like Project... I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah... It's something the Kryptonians. And uh, John Jones and uh, yeah, Alex are on the run. Was leap to your doom because they were captured, but then they escaped, and now they're on. The are they run. Th- are they on the run? Or I thought they were captured. And Lucy Lane takes over the DEO, right? And Lucy Lane takes over the DEO. And DEO. Pete from Warehouse Thirteen had his mind erased because that that was the guy who played the lieutenant. And. Lucy finds out who Supergirl really is, breaks up with James. Relationship nonsense. Go f- print, print, pretty much tells James like just, just kiss go, her already. Just go right. there, will you already? I'm I'm just tired of this. And then we move over to Flash yeah. where just kiss the girl. The team finds out that Jay is Zoom or thinks Jay is Zoom and they're just angry. They're just relatively angry. Someone steals Velocity 9. There's a new speedster in town. And turns out that she's kind of more of like a two-face sort of deal with split person... Well, split personality. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was... Not even. Sort of like a... It was like schizophrenia. Jekyll and Hyde. (laughs) Make a Power Rangers reference every now and again. Um, Yeah. And then she takes Velocity 9 one last time after Barry tells her no. And then she literally just disintegrates with blue lightning. And then Barry's like, Vaporizes. blue lightning? Hmm. Into the speed Who force. else do I know has blue lightning? Zoom. Who else has Velocity 9 sickness? Jay. Cisco, touch the thing. Cisco, do the thing. Bye. And 
then Barry learns how to get faster. He talks to Earth Two Wells, and Earth Two Wells goes, "I don't know, dude. Go talk to me, who isn't me." No, but no, technically that's not the way it happened. Barry said, "I want." That's a bad idea, and because time's a very delicate, delicate flower. No, don't do it. Also, I want I want I want to say four words to you about the listeners. What? I told you so. It was one of the theories. It's one of the JB. theories that was out there, and I wasn't discounting it. Zoom. Because, and it also goes with my theory of him being At the least same J, but from the future. They they split in half. Sean Sean's theory is that they were separated, and that's why he lost. That's why he lost his speed because this other Jay who Zoom again it's the flash anything the is possible the speed it's like it, if you read the comics Barry becomes yeah. death at some we'll at one point soon. in time he literally becomes death who I thought was the time wraith I thought the time wraith was the black uh... actually if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. They do a close-up of the Wraith, and you can actually see a mask on him. So, but there you go. Barry goes back in time. He doesn't do it correctly, apparently, because a Time Wraith shows up and is, like, trying to kill him. And then he learns how to get faster after Eobard Wells goes, You're not my Barry. Who are you? What do you want? Look at me, I'm standing up. You know who I am. I know who you are. <laughs> I knew. I oh, yeah, I knew no. from like the very beginning. Oh, once he you talk with Wells, you knew he because something just seemed like, off. And thought he knew this, that, that. Like they go back and forth, and he's like, "No, no, you was like he he blatantly lies to Wells, even though he know." <laughs> and 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 then and then. Uh, Barry's like, I'm not your Barry, or like, I'm your Barry, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, and then he tries to like vibrate out of the handcuffs, and he's like, you know why you're not my Barry? Because I haven't taught my <laughs> Barry how to vibrate through things yet. And he's like, damn it. But then Wells ends up Way to go, him, Barry. Way to go. Even though Barry go. deceived him. And in the process, what's his face? The Pied Piper is now a good guy. Well, that's how the timeline got fucked up. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh yeah. no, yeah, well, it, it fucked up. Turned out for the better, speaking. and I mean, time wraith destroyed. A lot worse. Barry knows how to get faster. He's like, yeah, and he also served as the inspiration for Cisco creating the what initially happened because Barry went back in time. It now causes a causational loop that will never really end. Because Barry goes back in time and now affects what the Flash's costume looks Can like. I... And yeah. Can I just say how cool it would be? Or how cool Barry, how cool it was that um when he when Barry came back to the to the future or, or present, whatever, and um when he came back, he just like he, he kinda like he came to a stop. 
and looked. And it was just, is it finished? Is it finished? Is it finished? You know, and they looked at him. He's like, yeah, I think it's finished. And then the race, and he's like, good, because it's coming. And it was just sort of like, it was cool because, like, you knew time had changed because he went back at that exact spot. They knew he went back at that exact, that exactly, bleh, at that exact same spot. So when he came back, even though certain things in the timeline had changed, that fact had still stayed the same. So when he showed up and was like, it's coming, it's coming, do you have the thing? They're like, yes, I think we have the thing. There was no questions. There was no gasps or anything like that. It was like, just mm-hmm. as if he had just, you know, came in from another room. Yep. And now we're... This I is, love that. Let's see. One, two, three. Cool. So now we are three degrees away from the original Earth time, the Earth one timeline. <laughs> because when Barry went back in time due to the tsunami, when he went back in the crossover, now that he went back again, actually technically it would be the fifth one. We're now in like the fifth iteration of the Earth one timeline because yeah. he went back and talked to his mom. So, all f- so <coughs> yeah, time's a very weird thing in the Flash universe because in the Flash universe itself, Barry is the one who gives Barry his speed. When Barry dies, he became part of the Speed Force and traveled back in time to be the lightning bolt that hit him. Causing, once again, a causational loop. Wow. A never-ending causational loop. Which is why Flashpoint is such a very important story. Because if Barry went back and saved his mom, he would have never become the Flash. Because he wouldn't be there yeah. at that exact time when the lightning bolt struck. Therefore, the causational loop would have never happened to send the lightning bolt in the first place. <laughs> well, they, they kind of played with the idea already. And I can't, the end I of can't season wait. one. Because, <clears throat> uh... Yeah. Because, like, I, I really want them to actually bring back Eobard Thawn again. To play out that. Like, even if it's, like, the last season, and they do a special, where Eobard Thawne comes back mm-hmm. with older and Barry, it would sort of and be they go back in the time cap and fighting and stuff, and that's when the mother dies. And then they can have that... Then they can... Then they can... Yeah, actually, it would. Because then you can have, like, that... You can, like, replay that scene of older Barry telling younger Barry to not get out of the closet mm-hmm. or out of the other room. It's like how And it would just kind of bring everything full circle. after next season. Because they would be done with the the island flashbacks, so then it would cap end that. Also for another reason, yeah. but I'm so not saying canceled. I say end. two seasons before it should get canceled. Because and and I agree. Cancelled end same thing. Like you, you can well, like cancel the show and all these other. But then say there's going to be ending. one more season, and then it just ends. Yeah, you know the the type of shows that like we're or canceling. We're giving the you show, six episodes, but we're giving you one season to, to wrap up plot, except for the last episode. And, and then because just ends. screw you, um, sci-fi with. Uh, <laughs> Warehouse 13. Some animosity Warehouse there. 13's last season was only six episodes long, and five of them were filler. Uh, 
Ouch. Well, they were mostly filler. Wow. Each episode kind of had a little bit of a plot to lead up to the final episode, but most of it was filler, including being trapped in a Spanish soap opera. Which is funny because the guy who plays Artie in Warehouse wow. 13 was the director of the Spanish soap opera in an episode of Psych. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, it ended the same that year Psych funny. did, which was kind of strange. But the actors did a lot of crossover there, too, because it's, it's an NBC, like, sci-fi and USA were both owned by NBC, so that sort of, like, actor transference could work all the time. But beside the point, I'm getting off on an entirely different show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... So now you're going off on a tangent about a totally different show. Back to... How does it feel, Ash. people? How does it feel? To not I mean, there wasn't really much else other than that. So now Barry knows how to get faster, and because of that, he probably no, does the cliff else. jump at the end of the episode, which ends up sending him to Supergirl's world. So we'll see this upcoming week, I think. No, wait. Ho yeah, yeah, hopefully. There you go. Hopefully he does that like, thing oh, where he just disappears and then he like, comes back. Oh, don't worry about it. Wink. No, but he's gonna like turn to the camera and he's gonna wink, probably. That's and we're prob not gonna unfortunately, that's probably what they're going to do. And then you're gonna have Cisco go, "Who are you winking to?" And then it's gonna change to a different like. And then you just have Ryan uh, Reynolds walk on screen and be like, like that. "That, my friends, was a fourth wall break." Bye. And everyone's just gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Who the hell was that? <laughs> he kind of looks like Green Lantern. <laughs> he kind of looks like he kind of looks like a guy when I was traveling, except he was wearing green. Uh, I don't know what happened. But yeah, there. that's it for the Flash. Arrow. Well, we got some news first. So, well, Echo Kellum to be a series regular in season five. Sam he plays Andrew. Curtis Holt, who. If people remember that name, he was Mr. Terrific in Justice League. So he's the guy with the giant T on his face. Because you know those little speaker things that are actual bombs? It has the little T oh, on there. gotcha. That's okay. so, sort of his symbol. So, he's Mr. Terrific. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, because mm -hmm. in Justice League Unlimited, he took over... For Sean also, Jones when he disappeared. Yeah, the speculation is that he might okay. be there to permanently he just, he just take over his role as the tech guy. Because in one of the episodes, he was the tech guy. In the B episode. And will he get the code name Mr. Terrific? I don't know. Yeah. John won't know. He, he'll know through me, because I'll still watch the show. Um, do you know, there, there, there's some... Yeah. There is something I saw... Mm -hmm. There were shots of filming that made it look like Felicity was going yeah. to become the next Black Canary. Fuck that. So I'm 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 not saying I'm I happy say... about it. I'm just saying there were like production stills that were actual like it might be like a of Felicity dressed as the Black Dream canary. sequence. Because I know the next episode deals with the fallout of, spoiler alert, Laurel dies. 
And she dies in probably the worst way well, yeah, possible. Everything was fine, yeah. and then she just stopped yeah. living. She's like, oh she, yeah, she's gonna be fine, she just needs to rest up. Oh, now she's dead. Yeah. Also, something else I learned from Superhero Roundup, apparently there's a rumor going around that um, in the next episode of Arrow, they're actually going to try and figure out... Yeah, in the comics, uh, a second the Lazarus one pit. of the Al Ghouls had a secret Lazarus pit. But here's the thing: at least for the rest of this season, Laurel's not going to be here. There were interviews with Guggenheim, the man I want to punch in the face, no. and Katie Cassidy stating that her death is a perma death. It is done deal doesn't mean that Laurel Lance as a character won't show up. It just means Earth 1's Laurel Lance is dead. We know she's showing up in an episode of Flash in a completely different costume. Yeah. And I've been throwing theories out at people that Barry's just gonna kidnap her and go, mine, see ya, and then just drop her off next to Oliver, and they're gonna fall in love, and it's gonna be great. (laughs) Because then... Hopefully, that would be actually pretty interesting, because we don't, because we know Flash is there. It's, we know Katie Cassidy is a Black Siren's there. No, no, it's going to be a throwaway scene where Barry just because runs. It's, clear, it's not going to happen this season <laughs> with Black Siren to the Arrow Cave, and <laughs> just place her down and be like, "There you go, now kiss." Like I, 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 I think it would be interesting if they did that because you could have a scenario where the reason she's fighting as the Black Siren is because her father's dead, her mother's dead, her sister's dead, if she had one on that Earth. She's got nothing left, so she's fighting to help people. But then you can have Barry have a conversation and be like, well, on this Earth, your family's alive. And then she has to go through this whole struggle of, do I want to stay here? Do I want to go over to here? It'd be it'd be essentially if you've seen Doctor Who and you've watched the Tenth Doctor, it would essentially be the discussion Rose had of Do I stay here? Or actually, well, at first she was actually given the option when they first went to the parallel you know, Earth. It's essentially like, on uh, 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 yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you want, for the people who haven't seen it, think of it as Earth One. The Doctor's there. Rose is there as the companion. Her mother's alive. Her father's dead. Earth 2. Her mother's alive. Her father's alive. They didn't have her as a child. The dog is named Rose. Doctor Earth 2 mom dies. But then in the episode... Um, Rose's... Earth 2 mom dies. Becomes a Cyberman. And... Her father's alive. Well... The father from Earth 2 eventually meets Rose and the mother from Earth 1. They all become a family, and Earth and mother go to Earth 2 to live. They eventually come back in this crazy, huge, like, team-up thing of, you know, 10th Doctor's companions. But still, she lives on Earth 2 with a whole family. So that's what I'm thinking would be an interesting thing to have for the Black Siren, is that she figures out... All her family from her Earth are dead. But there's this other entire family that exists on Earth 2, or on Barry's Earth. And that she's like, 
you know, stay there. I mean, I don't think it, I, it, it'd be difficult because I feel like cough, the, cough, I don't think they'd give cough, her that cough. much story because of, you know, other things that have happened. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. It would be an interesting theory. And again, so, I went to a crazy part of my Moral dies. She got stabbed by Damien after Damien got his magic back. After Andy betrayed uh, John Diggle. And I saw that coming from a mile away. I knew, I knew he was bad. I knew he was trouble when he walked in. Yep. There's your one Taylor Swift reference for the A lot day. of people did. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, I, I just... <laughs> <sighs> and I just knew that he was going to be an issue. You gotta shake it off, man. You gotta shake it because off. Because someone who's indoctrinated like that doesn't come back from that that easily. Unless, I mean, we'll get into it with Legends of Tomorrow. No. There's an exception to the rule, but... Um, I, I feel like... Um, cause again, I didn't watch the show. I, I'm not watching Arrow anymore, so anything yeah. I find out, again, like Sean said, will be through him. Or articles or whatever. Um, but I I've heard people say that she leans in... Says something and people to have been speculating that Oliver was the one who poisoned her, but I, I can't shock, see and that. then she dies. That's uh, that's what a lot of people were saying is that, like he puts he like put something into the IV without like the the fans seeing it, and that, um, it was more of like one of those things where it makes it look and feel like you're dead but you're not actually dead but that I guess Guggenheim, it kind of yeah. contradicts it with what the writers have said you know, Guggenheim or whatever the fuck you can tweet your is. complaints to him on Twitter who says no she's dead dead she's not coming back so it's I mean you could he says Laurel Lance is dead well, could she have survived she wrapped, Katie Cassidy wrapped and up go film. by a different name she's isn't on well no they're still filming for the rest of the season for the season i think she's like done done which is a problem what i don't know we'll s- eh. we'll see because i just want to preface this katie cassidy is a good actress she's a good person she's beautiful she's amazing I don't like Laurel Lance. The Laurel Lance character didn't have a background. She was a selfish individual who did things for herself. They did not write her character properly. They did not give her a proper background. They did not give her a proper personality. And it was proven when they just said, we're just going to kill her. That'll solve all our issues. And then they did. And it makes it even worse because was it? I think it was you that told me that um, yeah. on like the Arrow Facebook page, anybody that went against Elicity was being blocked or banned or whatever. So I mean, the, the the bigger issue here, if we're if we're just throwing everything out there, the bigger issue here is not about. Laurel Lance's character. It's not about Katie Cassidy, the actress. It's about the writers involved. 
they didn't know what to do with the characters because they couldn't draw a strong female character. They couldn't. Because you have Thea, who is a whole bunch of crazy. You have they quote unquote Sarah, who times. they repeatedly didn't know what to do with because they killed her like three times. To bring, oh, yeah, and then they brought her back, and then they just shipped her off. And now another writer's taking care of her. She's, a, she's a badass character. She's a freaking lead. She's character. a badass female like action hero. Yeah, that she's doing. She's, she's doing, doing everything, everything in Legends of Tomorrow that people Le- wanted Legends for Black Tomorrow, Canary. That she should have been doing in Arrow. Yes. And now what's happened is the writers have given up. They said, we don't know what we can do with this character, so instead of figuring out something we can do, we're just going to kill her. And they killed off the character. And it's ridiculous. You don't know how to write a strong female character. And the perfect, the perfect, perfect example of that is Felicity. She is not a strong character. She's the token She is the token oh poor female damsel in distress. She can't She's gold. Yes. And the writers think the fans like her more than Katie Cassidy. or Or more than Laurel Lance. And it's like it's to an extent maybe but it's because you're not doing anything. You gave up you're with giving the character. Felicity you said, We're, all we can't do anything time. with you her. Should be so giving, we're going to push her oh, aside and know, do one this of the other more thing. Important members of the Arrow team time. You gave Thea a lot of time yeah. this past season, dealing with the Lazarus Pit and all of that, and her dealing with all of that. But you just give all of that extra time to Felicity when it's yeah. not needed. The thing is, the main problem I have with Felicity as a character is she was only meant for the first five episodes of the series after that she would have been written out and gone but because the execs yeah. were like, oh yeah she's such a great character yeah whoa g- women women in tech roles well let, let's be let's she was fine let, let's be honest Early it was around the end of season Felicity? two was a good beginning character. of season three when it went downhill she was a really good character i liked her yeah, it was when the whole when they went Felicity on that date sto- when the building exploded that the because of you know Slade. I was like, who blew up the building? It was Slade. It was yeah. Slade. And then just and everything then went we down. had the whole season three. Will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? Oh yeah, will they? And then halfway through season four, go nah. It's like a bad rom com, and it yeah. It's, it's making like, me hate Arrow, and I don't want to. Oh yeah, definitely. Because definitely, the Green Arrow has so many like great stories. Has so many great things you can talk about. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot it. of villains to himself, but that's okay because we're not using a lot of the Batman villains. Because a lot of them, a lot of the villains that the Arrow has, are Batman villains. Yeah. Go watch the Dark Knight Returns. I'm going to tell you, you want a good version of the, animated. the Green Arrow? Just watch... The animated film, Dark I believe, Night, The Dark Knight uh, Returns? Dark Returns? Because there's... The one that sort of inspired Oliver to lose his arm in the Legends of Tomorrow episode. That might also just... Might just be a comic. But watch Justice League. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know that one. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. 
uh, I was referring watch Justice episodes League of Unlimited Batman Brave and the Bold because watch Young there's, Justice there's actually a they really do. good episode where um, print, here, here's a clue if you like Green Arrow if you want more of Green Arrow stop watching Arrow go read comics go watch the cartoons because they are because they're literally turning the Arrow into an ABC CW. family show I can tell you that right now Like, if you took out the evil villains and the whole costume thing, it's essentially a Days of Our Lives. And that's, that's we're only talking about this particular episode. I'm not even mentioning Cupid coming back and being insane with the fake wedding. Or What's-Her-Face from Walking Dead, who's now a villain, Flash villain, who shows up in Arrow trying to take the chip out of Felicity's back, which I really wish she, she would have. Yeah. Can I just make a point? You really want to know how much I hate Felicity? They went out of their way to paralyze her just for one episode later for a chip to be installed on her back to allow her to walk normally. What the fuck was the point? Have her get shot, well, have her recover, they, not get paralyzed so she can they walk normally. They paralyzed her in the mid-season What was the point finale? of paralyzing her just so to have her like, start oh, walking yeah, normally all this build up, Which typically, no the mid-season finales usually last, like, the lasting effect of it is a month. But they brought back Arrow so early in the year that it had no effect, really. Well, see, I'm just saying that, like, I know they probably did that to make it be like, oh, I bet it's Felicity in the grave, and then it's not because she's just paralyzed. And it's like, okay. It literally was like two episodes later. That'll be interesting. She'll be in a wheelchair. I wonder how that's going to affect the situation of the show. Oh, now now she's walking again with a chip in her back. Why did they paralyze her to begin with? Just as, like, a way to be like... Well, now she has a weak point, so now if like someone just hits her properly in the back, the chip gets dislodged and she can't walk anymore. Like, I, I don't understand. There are so many things that are wrong with no. this show. That it was the situation with Laurel Lance that just blew it all out of proportion. Yeah. Like it was it was like it was a it was a pressure cooker that's been slowly building pressure. And then Laurel Lance died, and the top flew off, and every, all the contents just went everywhere. And now everybody... I mean, AP, part of Ranger no Command Laurel, Power no Hour, has gone on rants about no more Arrow without Laurel. No Laurel, no Arrow. And that's not just her. That's since a hashtag before the episode that I can probably guarantee had trended at least a couple times since that episode has aired. The Arrow well, fa- half of it is. Yeah. The, a good chunk the of the fandom Arrow fandom is up in arms. Right now, the is up small in arms. minority and that the show is catering anymore. to now are oh. like, yay, Laurel's dead, Elicity forever, yay! And people are sending Andy pictures of dead canaries to his email. Yeah. Wow. Andy's against Elicity. He is... So Andy is on the whole it. like Elicity thing. He was against Patty and Barry. He's in. Okay. He's a West Allen shipper. He is a Can Arrow shipper. Canary 
arrow shipper. I'm just explaining it for the fans. Because I Andy it. knows the characters pretty well. He didn't he didn't read the comics, okay. but he know did enough research on these characters to know that these relationships with these characters, like Barry and Iris and Laurel and Oliver, are sort of the best case scenario for these characters. And now all the city fans are sending him pictures of dead canaries. Yeah. What sick psychopath thinks that's funny? It is ridiculous. And if you're one of those people, I automatically hate you. You have no redeeming qualities about you. You have failed the city. <laughs> I got a better thing to say to that. Fuck you. I have to fuck you. That's my thing. I don't I don't you know I don't beat around the bush. I'm not gonna sit here and try to talk eloquently to you. If you're gonna send dead canaries to a guy because you don't like the way he thinks, fuck you. I don't care. You're the you're the scum <sighs> of the earth and nobody but nobody yeah, should love the you one... because you're apparently just totally worthless. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about the and one. I can't light talk note. I can't talk going more back about that, to the bees. I talk more about the situation. The bees forming together to create off. that bee soldier guy? That was cool. No, but it sort of looked like a bee warrior, like like a bee robot. Like a bunch of bunch of nanites forming together and it, it, it just looked cool. That was it. Sabi. Basically. Change wasp. <laughs> oh there's, Jesus! There's a common writer from Kabuto who is known as the Bee or Zabi. Yeah, he's pretty cool actually. He trans he because like they get zectors in right. that show, so he's got this so, like, wasp bee legends zector, of tomorrow. Then. And he connects Let's it just on his wrist and it transforms. It's pretty cool. I don't remember exactly where we were were starting with this. I just know that. Kronos is Heatwave. Uh, they were trapped in. Th- I called it episode ep- episode after uh, Captain Cole a uh, snart and quote I didn't unquote, killed. <laughs> it made sense once they got it. to I'm it. Like, it's gonna be he, he's gonna be that Kronos. reveal was crazy, but I don't know how. But I it know was he's gonna be really Kronos. funny that. Uh, when they were back in the 50s, like, early 60s, Ray met the father of Bill Gates and inspired him to call him Bill. And Ray was the only one who was like, yeah, that was well, cool. I liked what we had. And uh, uh, Kendra was like, but, but they don't have espresso machines here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was also a black you know, she was a woman in the 1960s. You know, in case you forgot. Married to a white man. That Interracial too. couples were kind of frowned upon. Because racism. Yep. And then they find Sarah. She's back at the League of Assassins. We see Ra's al Ghul again. And... Yeah... They're freed. She's she's freed. Blah blah blah. Um. 
then Kronos comes to fuck shit up again. No, he came to fuck up shit beforehand. He's now sort of in a box. He's just kind of sitting there going, you all are a bunch of fucking idiots. And it goes on to the next episode. They go to the future, which is, I think, the second time they've only... This, like The only time that they've gone to the future was this and the 2046 episode of Arrow. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go kill a kid. <laughs> yep. And they don't. They end up escalating things quicker than it should have. Because nope. Rip can't shoot a kid. Uh, but then Heatwave joins back with the team after a nice little beat up with Snart. Which I forgot to mention, Snart literally froze his hand and smashed it to get out of the handcuffs. Which apparently was future ex machina by him growing his hand back. Which I fucking hate. Yeah, literally... Literally, when that whole thing went down, they went back to the ship, and they they show a picture of Snart sitting in a chair with his, like, stump of a hand laying on a thing, and he's like, what are you going to do to me? He's like, well, whenever when all of you got on board, I took a DNA sample from all of you just in case this type of situation happened. So then literally a machine with like a needle that turns into a laser forms the bone forms See, the, I totally missed that the part. Veins, forms I guess the I didn't watch the full episode cuz I missed that. Happened. And I'm angry. Yeah. I'm angry at that. Yeah. Because it would have been cool to see him at it least ha- it happened after an episode yeah. of him trying to figure out how to use um, his cold gun with only one hand. And See, there were a couple things that I saw. Um, one, it would have been interesting if he would have used that and like something would have gone wrong and he would have been like hit with some sort of energy and he would have essentially become the comic style version of Captain Cold. Rather than using a gun, it like does something to him where he becomes a metahuman, a full on metahuman. And then he, like, shoots it from his hands, and he uses it to fly and stuff like that. Essentially, the the other version of Firestorm. Um, the other one was the bigger question. I, why didn't you just shoot the handcuffs? Why didn't you shoot the pole? And then break the honestly, pole, and then you can just bring your hands off, and then you these can are the questions the we should be asking. You to take off the handcuffs. But... <laughs> So, I mean, <laughs> there are other things you could have done than freeze your own hand off. He's basically like, a hero. I don't know if it's just this, because, like, he's they're no trying to change his character to the point where... Yeah, he... Yeah, he's... He's, he, you, he's basically. like, they're gonna be in trouble, I have and to help them. To sort I'm gonna of freeze my own up. hand off to do it. There was a huge fight scene. So, it was cool looking. And next episode, I believe it is the 11th episode next episode, we're going to the Wild Wild West. And we're going to see Rory once again in the Wild West. But as Rip Hunter. 
Yep. But he's going. <laughs> Someone made a joke on Twitter. He's going to a town called Mercy. And we're going to finally meet Jonah Hex, and that's going to be fun. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I really wish they. You know what I really wish they would have done, though? Have him go back to, like, ancient Greece <laughs> or ancient Rome so he can put on the Roman soldier suit again. Just, just several and giggles. Several I mean, prison I mean, break mentions. Think about it. We've already got the prison break mention from cult. From yeah, so it's like why can't because we have he just apparently is Mark Antony. Like stop him from shacking up with Cleopatra or something like that. Yeah, so then you can do <sighs> that, and then they all have to dress up that as would Roman be soldiers. Hilarious. And they all have to put on the suits. How freaking amazing would that have been? But he keeps the goatee. To, to see him in Arthur Darville back Just for in the Roman soldier suit. But yeah, we're getting Jonah yeah. Hex soon, so I'm happy because Jonah Hex is it would be hilarious. an interesting character. If you saw the Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, you saw a bit of him every now and again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good episode, by the way, because it was uh, it was actually it was two episodes. The first one, they went back in time to meet Jonah Hex, and then they went forward in time to meet the Justice League from like twenty or three thousand something. And I don't know because it had to be twenty something because they had. Uh, um, oh, that's right. I forgot that they John were a Stewart thing. and Shiara's and that Batman and Wonder Woman were son. a thing as well. So, yeah, yeah. So that was it for the TV shows. I think. Did we miss anything? Other than that, I want Rip's gun, like a replica of that revolver. Nope. I want to know if he be- if he picked his outfit because I feel like <laughs> I think he is I think he's one sort of, uh, Darville sort of had being a bit of control doctor. going. Hmm, you know, since this is a time travel show, let's just put as many nods to it as possible. Like Jesus Christ! Like, just think if he had like a bow tie on top of the trench coat. <laughs> this. There we go. Or like a t-shirt, a t-shirt with a bow tie, because then you would have the t-shirt representing the ninth Doctor, the bow tie representing yeah. the eleventh Doctor, and then the trench coat representing the twelfth Doctor. Or no, trench coat representing the tenth Doctor. Pair of Ray Bans, and then he randomly puts on like a fez or a top hat. That'd be great. Like a throwaway line. A, a throwaway line that has actually Ray Bans, yeah, that would have been better. Uh, but like a throwaway line of him putting on a. I'm trying like to start a, a new trend here, like, Sarah. Shut what up. What are you wearing a fez for? And just like, fez <laughs> Sarah's cool just looks at him confused you know, by era or something like that. You know, that's what I want. Yeah, I know. Like, how freaking amazing would it? Like, again, you have got to be a headcanon somewhere that this is Rory, the Roman shoulder. This is the time in which he was. My shoulder is Roman, but nothing else before is. Before he showed up as the Roman shoulder, 
Or soldier. This pinky yeah. is Spanish. My shoulder's Roman. My foot is Greek. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My tongue is German. Okay, well, my segue for this would have worked when I said <laughs> Wonder Woman earlier, but this is about yep. a Wonder Woman movie. The Wonder Woman movie coming two weeks earlier. Next year. So... It just got pushed up. I just wanted to announce that. It looks fun. Woo. I mean, Gal Gadot rocks the role. I haven't seen Batman vs. Superman, but from... Uh... It's, it's still iffy for me. I'm not saying she's bad. I'm just saying it's still iffy for me. Because I, f- I feel like she needed a little bit more, like toning to the body to make it look like she's more of a soldier rather than just you know <laughs> like just just well, a, a normal princess she's a demigod that just said i'm gonna be a warrior now and she suddenly is a warrior amazon i mean like am, like am, amazon's when you think of amazon before wonder woman who do you think of xena Xena, warrior princess. I think there's a revival for Xena Xena coming, too. And Lucy Lawless back then? That was a warrior princess. She was tall. She... It's possible. But, like, that's what you think of. She was... She had the build. She had the charisma. She had the the attitude She's a demigod. Demigods can look like this and pack a punch like Lucy Lawless. As Xena. See, I, I don't like that. To me, that's a cop-out. Every other iteration for Wonder Woman has her looking like a Xena character. And then they have this, where she just looks yeah, like but, a woman oh saying, well. I can be it anything, is is. and then suddenly had the punch Movie. of a god. I'm gonna go watch it, because, you know... Woohoo. And last but not least, Lego Batman, the movie, is still a thing. That is all. I just yeah. wanted to say that. Lego Batman, the movie, will still be a thing, and there's a sweet lineup of Batman costumes in the trailer, including the combat suit, the Batman Beyond suit, and El Murciélago, which is just the Spanish word for bat, and it's literally a Batman suit styled after a mariachi. Maracas, sombrero, and all. <laughs> yep. And there's the current bat suit, the combat suit. There's oh, the yeah, fancy Batman, Batman suit in beyond. the background wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> it's gonna this is gonna be a funny movie. It's gonna be a funny in the most campy way possible. Oh yeah. And it is gonna be fun. Like this is a yeah. Batman movie that I'm looking forward to. And that's it. What did we forget to mention? Actually, there was one mm. thing we forgot to mention. And supposedly the Flash will the fact that the movie Suicide the Squad is getting rewrites to make Cyborg it show up in it too. I don't know. DC, you're kind of striking out with these movies. 
Suicide Squad... And the problem with Suicide Squad was they took all the good jokes and they were in the trailers. Yep. Which is kind of BS. I'm still gonna end up going to go see it because. Oh yeah, I mean, like you saw the home. I Jared saw Leto was the Joker. Sounds it. like a fun time. So. <laughs> Except for Lego Batman, we care about Lego Batman. Again, it's it's the whole Batman thing for me. I just don't because care no one anymore. else will care about Lego Batman, as Jimmy Kimmel said in Lego the Batman. I'll see if you watch haven't seen that fake. Deleted scene. Go watch it. It is hilarious. Yeah, it it is, is dumb, but it is perfect. <laughs> I don't. Because like everybody wants the dark and gritty bullshit that we've got, and it's like, well, no, well, that's true. Like, like I would say, like seventy-five percent probably of the people who want DC movies want that version of Batman and Superman like, and it's like the, like the thing everybody is wants you can that. have so can you the grim dark it, movies but you don't have to make an entire series it, of movies that are grim dark you can have the Justice League movie be a dark and gritty movie because you're facing off against dark side or you're facing off against doomsday but they already did that in Batman versus Superman so you can't do that or you know with the Marvel movies when the Infinity War is going to happen, it's going to be a kind of a darker movie. Doctor Strange is going to be a bit of a darker movie because of the source material. Daredevil is a darker oh, show yeah. because of its source material. You can have dark and grim dark stories. You just don't need to make an entire series of movies and with a character that has it. both lighthearted stories and not. And just go... Yeah, we're just going to be grim dark. We're going to film it at night. Every scene's going to be at night. The lighting's going to be crappy. You're going to have to turn the brightness settings up on your TV. Oh, and our sound is going to be all over the place. Action scenes are going to be loud. Dialogue is going to just be at whisper set all the time. But that's it. That's all good yep. now. <sighs> I just I I love it. Like we whenever we talk Basically. about this stuff, it's always like you bring in the news and then I just shit on the whole thing. I'm a I'm a cynical person, but even you know non-cynical people have to realize that I do like comic book stories, but some of the shit that they're doing is dumb. It is dumb. It's for money, and they don't care what the fans money think. speaks. Volume until people realize that they're going to continue to make shit. I'm just telling the audience that because. Oh, I know, and it's just sad. Like I feel, I I feel like the same, the same type, the same type of people that go to they're like, oh, Batman vs Superman, it's probably going to be dumb, but I'm going to watch it anyway. And then they go back a couple times and be like, yeah, it really was dumb. I'm going back tomorrow to see how dumb it was. And it's like, it's the same type of people in the Power Rangers fandom who keep saying Bandai America shit is dumb, it's stupid, and it's cheap plastic compared to the Bandai of Japan stuff. 
but then they still buy it. Like, oh my god, that looks like shit. And then like a week later, they're like, hey, look, guys, I got my new toy. And it's like, last Tuesday you said it was shit. Why did you buy it? Well, I don't know. I'm a collector. That's what I do. And it's like, so collect things you like. Don't collect things just because you think it looks look for completion purposes. Just it it. it, it that's what I do. It, it, I collect the stuff that I like to collect. Exactly. If you see something and you say, wow, that is dumb, and then a week later you buy it, you are the problem. You are part of the problem. You are the reason why things don't get better. Because you re- you refuse to put your voice out there to say that it's bad and you don't want anything to par- anything a part of it. You refuse to do that. You say it sucks, but then, I hate to use the word, you conform... And you go with it anyway. That's that's the problem. If you want things to change, you have to want things to change. You have to make your voice... You have to put your voice out there. You have to tell people, things need to change. Because if things don't change, I'm not spending my money on your product. But people do it anyway, and then everything happens, and then people still complain about it. I mean, yes, okay, you can't you can't please all the people all the time. It's It's going to be a thing. But if you put your voice out there and say it sucks, but then you do it anyway, you buy it anyway, you watch it anyway, you're just then you're part of the problem and you have no right. You have no right to complain. And with that, I think it's a perfect time to go to a break. Cue the, ep- cue the last scene from the Flash episode where he screams off the mountain. Basically. Because uh, I have to go to the bathroom. I've been holding it in for like the past... 45 minutes and I've made it worse so yay (laughs) so we're gonna get drinks you get drinks and all that type of stuff we'll be back after the break I'm gonna play a song that's been in my head for a while that has nothing to do with anything we've talked about so have fun with that fantastic woohoo break time bye bye
Hello, welcome back, Toku Time. Um, we weren't really under a time crunch last time, but we kind of are this time. Because uh, we went an hour and 45 minutes for the first part because tangents and a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Though we don't really have that much to really talk about. We got pictures to look at. Pictures to look at, a couple announcements to make. A trailer. Um, one trailer. Yeah. And... Maybe a small Una- bit of recap of the shows. And uneventful tokusatsu. Yeah. Well, I mean... I will admit I'm paying attention more than I did when Ninja was there. I mean, they both had sort of one big thing that's kind of petered out now. Oh, yeah. And it was really done wrong. Did better last year. Oh, the form? The crossover. Oh, the crossover. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the form introductions. Ah, yeah, okay. Because that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, news? News. News. Big news that I wasn't aware of until Sean pointed it out to me. Um, we're going to start off the Toku section, uh, hopefully he listens to this, to give a huge congratulations to friend of the podcast... Chris, a.k.a. Kickback, Rankle on Twitter. Uh, for him and his wife, they had a new baby boy. Um, so, big congratulations to you guys. Um, now you can use all parents. those... You now can use those dad jokes to your heart's content, Chris. Yep. Uh, it's, also, not, it's, not, it's not just going to be Tom using them anymore. It's going to be him. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> I, feel, uh, I actually feel sorry for Eric if, they ever, if they're ever on the same podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to be horrendous. And a little side note with that. There was talk on Twitter as, like, uh, Chris was just talking about this, like, uh, before the baby was born. And it's like, you know, I, I might just name the kid Eric Berry Jr. Just to confuse everyone. <laughs> I came up with the idea. So you're going to give him an existential crisis where he goes on a quest just going dad to everyone. And as most people now know, <laughs> Talking Toku is now no longer a podcast. It is a RPG game that is in the works. That is great. It's genius. If you guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the video that Chris did. Go watch uh, it. It's so good. It's silly. And now he might be making that into a quest. If we remember, we might be able to put it in the show notes. Or the description for it. Yeah. I'll remind you. Well, you're doing the show notes. Oh, I'm that's gonna... right. I'm doing the show notes. I forgot. You're doing the description. I forgot. That's what I do. I do the hard part. You do the easy part. Yeah, because I did the hard part last week and I almost cried. And we all know how that went. It took a month to get something done that should have taken <laughs> a day. But that's like, okay. I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning. It's okay. Yeah, he is learning. I learned from my mistake. I now know a little bit better on where to start and do all that nonsense. Yeah, double check your work. Yeah, Yeah. all that type of stuff. Okay, it's a learning process. I've been doing it for years. You're just starting to do it, so it's natural. Yep. So, and then there's pictures of Power Ranger onesies, but there isn't a Gold Ranger onesie. I'd like to see that. That'd be great. Because you Some, know Chris would buy one. that immediately. Oh, yeah. He was yep. making Gold Ranger jokes the entire time. If you go on his Twitter and you scroll down the last 48 hours, there is 
Punpalooza about his new child. <laughs> wow, when was this put up? This was put up today? Wow. Mm-hmm. The news has only been out for like 11 hours? 10 hours? Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right on top of that. Cool. It's not Breaking something news. that happened like three weeks ago. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go back yep. in time because we've been gone yep. for far too long. Yeah. Okay. And the segue, the perfect segue, dads. Dads. Because instead of Tyler having the existential crisis of finding his dad, we found Jason's dad instead. Yep. Uh... He, David Denman, David Denman, who was in 13 Hours, the Benghazi war drama movie that, like, 15 people watched. <laughs> and they're probably all senior citizens using their senior citizen discount. But, yeah, we got, we got dad. That, that's really it. I mean, if you've been yeah. following them... On social media, the movie, uh, they did behind the scenes for the past three days on their Snapchat. So the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th. And, uh, well, last night they were just goofing off and shooting each other with silly string and uh, sort of causing a ruckus. Even even going so far as to spray silly string onto Dean Israel, <laughs> their freaking director. <laughs> I also want to point out there was a picture that uh, Becky put out of her kind of quote unquote banged up. She had like a three like scratch on her on her uh, on her neck and like a small like and a busted lip scrape on her. Uh, but it was a busted lip. I thought she had like something on her cheek. There too. might have been something on her cheek, but in the Snapchat, so we know they're getting. I were essentially they're getting things that we don't get in the show. Like, that type of stuff that you see on her, you'd never get in the no, show. No, instead so you just see mounds because, of because dirt blood. on them instead. Yep. But. I'm dirty. You just got punched in the face. Yeah. You're telling me there's no blood there? So, Bullshit. That should be fun. Um, RJ, a.k.a. Billy, likes to dance a lot. He does a lot of dancing. And. Sounds like Brennan in his headstands. Yeah, basically. And, uh, yeah. Fun side note. Brennan now follows me on Twitter. Cool. Maybe he'll see the podcast and he'll, like, you know, retweet it. That'd be cool. I think he only followed me so we could be friends on Mitomo, The new Nintendo social media app. That'd be hilarious. Because that's how you add your friends, they Twitter followers. But that's fine. I'm followed by two of the Dino Charge Rangers on Twitter, I want to say? Brandon and... Uh, Michael Tabor? Riley? Ah, okay. I think he just follows me on Instagram. Riley. I don't know. Honestly. I don't know who follows me anymore. I just hit 300 followers. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are... A lot of them good. are pop punk bands and punk bands. Oddly enough. Yeah, I get a lot of those too. I also have a lot of, like, spam people, like... You know, be healthy. Oh, I Why I went through and kind of struck those people out. So these are people that are actual people, comedians, bands, and all that. And I'm okay with that. Oh, and well, some radio DJs too. I I, unf- I unfollowed a lot of people 
a lot of them were like celebrities. Like I was following Tyra Banks. Why? I saw her. I was like, I'm like, why am I following Tyra <laughs> Banks? So I, I just like unfollowed her, and that just kind of like made me like, who the fuck else am I following that I shouldn't be following? And I just went down the list. It was actually a lot of Tokusatsu people because they weren't following me back, and I was like, eh, I don't interact with them. They're not bad people. I'm just you know. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm at 306 now. I don't even know how many I have. I'd have to look. Um, um, Sentai 5 now follows me. Because I followed him. Uh, yeah, Brennan follows me. And a bunch of just people. Granted, a lot of them are also... Granted, because I changed my name to Speed Force Sean on Twitter. Um, <laughs> someone follows me, Speed Force Music. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. People follow me. Cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I really do. I, th- I think I'm at like 530 followers. Yeah, my Twitter account's only been around for two years, so. And at the moment, it's a combination of people from the Marvel Report, the DC TV Podcast Network, and the Toku, and the Toku fandom. I currently have 530 followers. But yeah, no, it's it's nice though cuz it's I'm just kind of a nobody and I'm I'm going places. But before we get off topic, let's get back to the show that always seems to get off topic. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> Especially with this season. As much as we love the cast of this show, this season of Power Rangers Dino Supercharge is kind of lackluster. I mean, there's some great moments here and there. There are some very fun, silly moments. But the fact that the cast has said that this season was would be better than last season only makes me think that it's going to be really great when we get back from hiatus with episode titles yeah. like besties forever and gone fishing and for some reason i think episode 11 is a chase episode because love at first fight yeah because chase is probably the most unluckiest human being on the face of the planet yep there is an entire tumblr post dedicated to that go find We've it mentioned that <laughs> go find it and catching some rays. So, Ray Palmer is going to show up? Uh, Ray from Star Wars? Wrong Ray. <laughs> I know. They're not wrong wrong spelling. I know. I know. It's it's a joke. Um I br- you and your jokes that I always have to break down so I can think of them logically. <laughs> I, I thought I was the logical one in the, out of this duo. Yeah. I have crazy theories, but at the end of the day, I also look at them from a logical standpoint. But the one thing is, because there wasn't an episode this past weekend, a lot of people thought that uh, the hiatus would be starting. Was there an episode today? I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't bothered. 
<laughs> so does that mean Besties Forever was actually today? I don't know. I'm going to look right now. Because according to this, Besties Forever actually aired. Is According to this, airs on the 9th. Today's the 9th. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, keep in mind this article on Toku Nation is from March 12th. That's how far behind we are. <sighs> yeah. Well done. And I last visited this, according to the forum thing, according to this, the last time I visited was the 11th. Well done. So that means this probably came out the day after we recorded last. Um, hold on, let me go back one. And go back one more. Um, where's the IMDb um, page? Where's the IMDb page? There it is. This will um, uh, load. Why aren't you loading? I mean, if it happened, then it happened. If it didn't happen, then it didn't happen. If it did happen. You'll find out next week. Because we'll talk about it, it, maybe. I don't think it did. Though it has an episode description. Shelby's friend Aaron tries to steal credit from the Pink Ranger. And quickly finds trouble. Oh boy. That's a trope. Yep. And you can hear me typing. Yep. Uh, Besties... Forever. Gee, I wonder where you're typing that in. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it aired today. Unless it did. I don't know, I haven't looked at my DVR in about a week. <laughs> I'm going to take this take to Twitter and see what's going on there. Because Yoshi wasn't live tweeting, so... That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. Resist capitalism is something trending right now. Fantastic. Oh, joy. Uh, no. Because the Power Rangers Twitter would have posted something. The only thing they posted within the last 24 hours is a picture of Coda trying to use a computer. And it, the caption is, cramming for a test like. Wow. So these episode dates are, are in fact, wrong. I wonder if they were pushed up one so Besties Forever will actually air next week. I don't know. Honestly, good. I, I don't know. You could put it out there. Type out, we're recording podcast. When does new title charge episode air? Let us know, please. Uh, don't know. Don't know. I'm looking at the forums right now because this is probably the best bet. Let's go to the last oh. page. Bessie's forever. <laughs> no, someone's critiquing. Yeah, no. There's this. No, there, there hasn't been anything. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna type in. Yeah, I do not see anything. Like, there's not even a poll for the latest episode up on Toku Nation, so it didn't happen. So, I don't know. But speaking of Dino Charge, let's just talk about it. I mean, I'll talk about it since you didn't watch it because. 
It's Filler Palooza. We had Coda yep. learning how to play baseball from Riley, who apparently is the jack of all trades but master of none. Except for swordplay, which could be taken completely out of context in a sexual manner. Swordplay. I'm going to say it one more time. Swordplay. Just, yeah. And <sighs> Coda's learning how to play baseball. Like, they're learning to play sports at the very beginning of the episode. And then they get attacked by a sports-based monster. Sports-based monster has a baseball bat that looks like Coda's bat. Coda picks up bat. Monster's bat. Hits a home run. Like, crazy home run. And then Riley's like, you know what? We're gonna go have you play for this team. And then within a week's time, they go to the championship. Which, timeline-wise, makes absolutely no sense. Nope. Oh, and, you know, something bad's happening. And Riley's like, no, we're gonna play baseball instead. You guys can handle it. I mean, granted, five Rangers can handle a situation. But... Mm. You two are two of the core rangers. It's not like you guys are Cyan or Aqua and Graphite. You guys aren't just, you know, oh, we have Sentai footage for this. Let's bring them in. Or we can fudge them into the Sentai footage. No, no, no. You guys are one of the main five. One of the main six. Anyways, Coda's Coda gets his real bat, learns how to, like, then he actually hits a home run at the end, and blah, 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 stuff happens, and Riley learns the meaning of, he learns something, I don't remember what he learns, he learns not to be a dick, which I think he learned that, like, six other times, we move on to the next episode, where, riches and rags, rags to riches, no, riches and rags, of riches and rags, where, um, I'll read it. I'll read it straight from the wiki page, or the, the Wikipedia page. Ivan finds himself in debt after mistaking a 1,000-year-old suit of armor as a training dummy. Meanwhile, Heckle creates a spellbinder slash gold digger hybrid named Spelldigger. This hybrid monster is then sent to spread greed to anyone who touches his coins. And Tyler, Tyler and Chase touch the coins and they become super greedy. Because reasons. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, it turns out that Ivan put a block of gold in a bank some 800 years ago, and it accrued enough interest to basically pay off the debt, and Philip just waltzes right in, hands Ivan the check of the money, and then he hands it to the dude that he wronged, and then the dude that he wronged was like, nah, you know what, keep the money. And then they go back and forth going, no, 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 you take the money, what? you take the money, you take the money. Jesus. What? <laughs> to put it as Rita put it, this show is giving me a headache. And with 11 episodes left, or, you know, 12 episodes left, when are we gonna see the Silver Ranger? Could you imagine if they just didn't show the Silver Ranger? And Tyler's dad went on a quest for no reason. And, the, and like, the, uh, the, uh, I don't, what, what are they calling it? The silver, the quote-unquote Silver Rangers Zord. The gigantic thing. The Titanozord. 
Titanozord. And that just like it ends up being Titanus. The new Titanus. There's no there's no ranger that goes with it. It's just, you know, that's well, how it works. That would be horrible and But it would be Power Rangers. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like them to get rid of a ranger entirely. I don't know. Unless we're talking about Mighty Morphin, which just only took a single Die Ranger. Yeah. Rather than a complete suit switch, because that's totally unheard of. And then turning ninjas into aliens. Despite the fact they fight like aliens. Or they fight like ninjas. Not just, you know. not just ninjas that are aliens. Ninjas that are fish aliens. No, see, that's the thing. They weren't ninjas. They were never actually ninjas. They were just aliens. They were just fish aliens. Yes. With and they just happened to fight like ninjas. Yeah. And it's like, no explanation for that? None? Okay. Not like, you know, they didn't... <laughs> they, maybe they became Power Rangers because they trained with a human, like, martial art expert They or trained with ninjas. There you go. <laughs> and it turns them into, like, alien fish ninjas. Which, that would have been awesome. But yeah, they were only given the 13, 13 episode miniseries because nobody you cared. You still could have said that. <laughs> you know, where did you guys learn to fight like that? Oh, well, we spent, you know, we live a lot longer than nor- than humans do. We spent like 50 years or whatever, half a century fighting with Ninjor. He trained us and he, tra- he trained us in the ways of the ninja. And then you could explain that's why they fight like ninjas. Instead, let's know. just not talk about it at all. They're just a- they're just aliens that speak weird. <sighs> Anyways, there's yeah. I mean, uh, this season so far has been okay. Was it was it better than the last four years? Yes. Is it great? No. It's okay. Like on a scale of one to ten, the last four years were like a two. At the very most, a two. Dino Charge, the Dino Charge proper, is maybe like a five. I was gonna say a maybe. seven for me. I, I that's five. Supercharge is more like a five for me. I, I say five because it has its good points and it's got its bad points. So to me, they average out to five. That's why I put it super at a seven. mega force, super mega force, mega force, super samurai, samurai. There was nothing good about those seasons. Everything was bad. Everything was bad. So there were, therefore, it is like at most a two for the past four years. Well, not past four years, the four years before Dino Charge. Yeah, and for me, Dino Charge sits at a at a solid seven. It has its good parts, which make it, you know, yeah, and then it has its bad parts, which average out to be eh, a C average, which is average. Supercharge is like a five and a half six. It's below average. It's okay. It's watchable. Am I really getting any sort of value from it? Not really. I get to make more headcanons about Chase, but that's that's about it. Headcanons that sound reasonable and they could have done, but they just didn't because, you know, reasons. Chase's dad bailing out on him. And him, yeah. like, every time Tyler whines about his dad, Chase is on the verge of slapping him in the face. And breaking down yeah. in tears, saying, "I never knew my dad." Yeah, there, there, there could have been a lot of story behind that, but again, they didn't do it because kids show. 
And you know what? There have been kid shows that have dealt with this. Um, hello, Batman. Yeah. Batman, Robin, like the original Robin. Well, see, again, I bring up Sentai. People say I shouldn't compare Sentai to Power Rangers because they're two totally different shows. And I will agree to that. I will 100% agree to that. Sentai and Power Rangers are two totally different shows. You cannot compare them in certain ways. I can compare them with how Toei treats kids. Power Rangers and Sentai are targeted towards the same demographic. The same demographic. Storylines and the drama and all of that in Sentai is done better. It actually creates a story. It it does not diminish the mentality of the kids. It makes them think. It makes them grow. In Power Rangers, it does the opposite. It shows them things that they might already know or things they get told on a daily basis. And then they keep pushing the same agendas. And it's they, they don't treat the kids like humans. They treat them like like idiots. And people will disagree with me on that. And that's fine. You can disagree with me on it. But I'll stand I'll stand on that point until something is changed with Power Rangers. I'm not saying it's got to be Power Slash Rangers because nobody fucking needs that. Nobody needs that. Well, I mean, look at what Disney did. Disney with Power Rangers did stuff like this. Mystic Force. <clears throat> Especially with Nick trying to find out his, who his parents were. Because he didn't, didn't know his parents. I just didn't like Nick. No, no, he wasn't that great of a character, but the story behind it. The story behind it was good. I'll agree with that. The story of Mystic Force was good. It's just the characters were bland. Or, I mean, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but Operation Overdrive, with the whole Mac finding out that he's a robot. And like finding out even... he's actually Pinocchio. Well, yeah, that, that... What? Uh, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Alpha. Anyways, um... But yeah, like, Power Rangers has dealt with this sort of topic. Cole from Wild Force. That his parents were both dead, and he was raised in the wild. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've dealt with these sort of stories before. And have given characters deep backstories before. It's just this Neo Saban crap is like I mean, hell, even even Emily in Samurai had a deeper backstory than most of the Dino Charge Rangers. Because mm. her sister was sick. Probably with something terminal. So well, she I can tell you right now, that's not original. That was the same thing that happened in Sentai. In Shinkinger. Doesn't matter. It was the same exact story. <laughs> it honestly doesn't matter because if this were Chip, he would have rewritten it to be something different. He wouldn't have adapted it like that. And the fact that they kept it in, even though it was a kind of cheap move, it still gave Emily more of a, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this because the original person couldn't. Yeah. RPM is the end-all, be-all of deep characters with deep stories. 
And I mean, I'll give credit because you know, even Jaden's character. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I, I can't really, I can't give credit to Power Rangers for that. I can't because they, they did as like, they, they copied the Sentai like not word for word, but pretty freaking close. So. The storyline is great for all the characters. The problem is, that's not the characters. Those are other characters that they said, I like that, let's use that. And then made it whole new characters. So essentially it's like, it's like, oh, I want to be in this, I want to be in this movie poster. Great. Cut out the main character, put in your own picture. That's what they did. They cook, it was a cookie cutter storyline so was it a good storyline that's why it was definitely a good storyline was it a power ranger storyline no no that's why i went straight more to rpm yeah rpm's rpm okay rpm is like power rangers in space it was the last year of the franchise they went all out they did all of this crap and everybody fucking loved it well, not everybody, but the majority loved it. The kids loved it. The the adults who watched the show loved it. But they didn't like that because they blew the budget. And it's like, see, this is what they mean. Spend more money, get more money back. This is the thing you're not realizing. Yeah. <sighs> but, I mean, we still have 11 episodes for it to sort of pull a quote-unquote ninja. Where it kind of turns itself around just enough for it to sort of be good enough to be like, okay, you know what, that that was pretty cool. Not like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's more of a, you know what, what they did was, you know, I'm glad they turned it around like they did. I Even know. though they did it as late as possible. Like, but they still did it. That's the important part. It's like, I just feel like... Dino, Char- Dino Charge, Dino Supercharge, whatever, takes one step forward, like, okay, that was cool, that was original, and that takes two steps back. And it's like, really, why did you have to do that? And I'm actually it, thinking it's more of like one step forward, a step and a half back. Yeah, I guess that could be it. Because, I mean, there's still, still, like, there's a lot of tropes they have to get rid of. Like, I feel like... If they want to appease everybody, they got they have to take suggestions from everybody. You know, from for the kid like I feel like you could take I know I know there's going to be a lot of people saying like you you're you have no impact on the show. Well, well actually we do because we buy toys. Therefore, we have impact on the show. Um they need to take a lot of into into factor cuz you can take into factor what the kids buy, what the adults buy for their kids with the toys. But as the adults, it's more of the visual aspect. So why not, like, go to the adult, the, the more adult fans and be like, what are some things that you think you could change? And be reasonable. Don't be like, well, you could start by getting rid of the fucking, you know, all that, the fucking name and all this. You know, don't do that. Like, small tidbits. Like, don't talk so much during fight scenes. Some of the sound effects you use are bad. Come up with better music. Hire artists to do music for fight scenes, uh, a true opening, maybe an ending song, a dance, you know, something to improve it. Because, I mean, like I said, with with Kyoduger, their ending dance, midway through the season, they started going to schools. They started going to, like, parks. 
and taking videos and all of that type of stuff from fans doing the dance to the ending of Kyoryuger. And they were all little kids. I would just say bring back the blooper reels from the original, like... Or that. Because that, that was always a hoot. Th- that, the end of the episode, you just see them go... <laughs> like when they screw up a line. Because yeah. that's just fun. Yeah, and it's the thing is that they're they 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 they're they they're taking it seriously, but they're not taking it seriously. And there are a lot of things they could change. Some things are good, like the choreography of the the American stuff, or quote unquote American uh, Power Rangers fight scenes are good. Um, the acting is good. The characters are bland. But of course, they're always bland because why give them character development? Because you know, more action, more fighting, more explosions, um, more cheesy lines and one-liners. Yeah, it's like you have to give more in depth to the show. Like a good thing, Linkara said is that shows have mythos. When you see the mythos, you remember it. You know, I mean, back in the day, it was it's morphin time, morphin more phenomenal. Zord, you're adding too much mythos. You have to bring that back with all the lines and the the different Zord names and combination names and like. There's a certain level before it becomes sat. It becomes too saturated. Bring back that. Change some of the smaller things, and you'll be fine. I've always said, with music alone, if you put more effort into music and you do what Super Sentai does and put out CD collections, you could have concerts, which will get you money. You could put out the CDs. They get you money. You have the actors show up and do a live stage show before the concert. That gets you money. And it's the fact that they're, they're in this cone. You know, it's like, actually, think you think outside of the box. They're not doing that. They're thinking in the box. We've done this before. Let's do it again. And I bet there's one person that says, hey, what about this? We haven't done this before. Let's take a chance. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And they throw them out the it, window. Yeah, yeah. said, you know, or like. <laughs> like that meme. Know, it's like, how about we do this that's completely rational? They hit a button and the chair ejects them out the window. Yeah. It's like, great. Sorry to stop should... you on your tangent, though. We kind of. Yeah. We're kind of exhausting this point. I mean, we've been at it for... I, I exhaust points all the time. Where the hell have you been? Uh, well, remember, I kind of <laughs> I kind of have things... Apparently, I have things to do that I can't be late for. That I didn't know that I needed to not be late for earlier. Well, we don't have... Again, we don't have much to talk about anyway. But, I mean, I did mention Ninager earlier and how it kind of turned around. But I'm kind of... The trailer came out for the Ninja Girls vs. Boys... Eh. That is it's all. Ninja. That that is all. It's Ninja. My only my only gripe was at least in the trailer, it looked like the girls didn't fully transform. It kind of just looked like they were wearing dressier versions of their Ninja suits without the helmets. Up until maybe towards the final fight, where they have to fight off the yokai that are alive again for some strange reason. And, uh, yeah. Mangetsu and Mom are back, and then shit happens. I just want to point out one thing. Hmm. With the Ninja video, 
in like how at the end it shows like videos you can click on that kind of have to do with the video you just watched. One of them was the second part to Akito episode 26. I clicked it and it worked. Yeah, I've got a episode of some episode 25 part 2 of something. I don't know what it is. What does it look like? A guy standing there in a suit of armor. Huh. You sure it's 25 and not 26? It's 25, and next to it is the uh, Kamen Rider Super Sentai live show between Ninager and uh, Ghost. Huh. Screen share. I want to see if I know who it is. Kadoki. It's just going to take two seconds, people. I'm curious. Because this this is kind of big, because Toei has been putting out episodes of a whole bunch of different shows. Kamen Rider, Sentai... Uh, Space Sheriff and a whole bunch of others. Yeah, that's Agito. That's uh, that's G three. Okay. Yep, that's G three. So it yeah, and I clicked it and it works. It plays. Uh, hmm, it's, it's not subtitled obviously because it's on Toei's site. But that's huge. I'd have to go through them to see if they're all like that. That's cool. So, Juoger, Cuboger, whatever. Huh. Uh, we got our first look at someone listening to music very loudly and outside my house. And Cube Mogura, which is the mole drill thing. And uniting eight cubes, the Juogers can form Wild Duo King. That's pretty cool. And I just got a friend request from Mario on Mitomo. Okay. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Wap. Um. Then we got our first look at Juo the World's Mecha, which are the cube rhinos, which looks to be like a truck with three or so cubes on it. Um. I mean, it looks cool. It's not in color, but... It's a cube truck. And Tosa... Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce the, the, the mecha name, but it's T-O-U-Sai-Zuo, or Zuo. Hang on, which one is it? It's the first image, right? Oh, it's Tosai. Tosai? Tosai-Zuo? It's Tosai. Okay, Tosai-Zuo, which if you go down further, there's a picture of it, which is going to be in the next little piece um yep. it literally looks like a looks sort of pyramidacy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Pyramidus Delta Command Base. Side Juo. Yep. Um Juoger happened. We got introduced to the gorilla named Larry. Larry is by far my favorite character of all time. I want him to because... meet Gor- uh Gory. From uh, Master Gori from uh, uh, Geki Ranger. I want that to happen. And the funny part is, it's like he's a Jamaican that speaks Spanish. Yep. And he's like, Hola! And. Senorita. <laughs> senorita. And audio. Like, he says things in Spanish. Like, this was sort of how I was expecting Star Ninja to be like. But was very disappointed in. 
but Larry is better. And for a while, like, he finds out that Yamato isn't a Juman, so every time they try to, like, have him talk to Yamato, he's like, No! And he just runs away. <laughs> he stops whatever he's doing, and he just runs away. Uh, and I, I laughed until I cried. It was fun. Yeah, and it eventually... Was, it- it's one of those weird, funny... Well, like, it's a Sentai thing. Yeah. It really is a Sentai thing. <sighs> and eventually, he gives up some of his Juman power to unleash Juo Gorilla or, you know, the uh, inflatable suit. Yep. Which beats up the cube dude who then reassembles himself because he doesn't... He doesn't have a coin slot on him. Everyone else does. See, like, this brings me back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a tangent, but I'm gonna try to make it small. There was a character from Madame Senki Rukendo, who was a giant rock dude who could turn himself into a boulder and roll, and then he would form back up into a humanoid. Their whole thing was that they had this key in them that was put in there like thousands of years ago and that's what helped him like reassemble himself and eventually they had to get the key out and then he would blow up so I'm guessing there's something like that for this dude they're gonna have to do something like snag a cube and like bag it or something that'll stop him from you know pulling himself together Sort of in a similar vein to, like, killing Deadpool. Because as long as he pulls his body parts back together, he can, like, reattach himself. Like, especially when you cut his head off. If you cut his head off, he can put his head back on and he'll, like, reassemble himself. But if you cut his head off and take it away, he'll be fine. So if you, like, cut his head off and took his brain out, would it kill him? Not necessarily. Wow. Depending on what version of Deadpool you're looking at he might go unconscious and regenerate his entire brain. Wow. Well, that's what you get when you get cursed by the god of death. Yeah, I guess. The celestial being of death. Thanos. Jeez. So. That's insane. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Then we're gonna do a little bit of Kamen Rider news, but... You know, soon, but... Oh, um, and well, we Anything didn't do we, we, we didn't do all of Ju- this whole Juoja recap. Right, right, um, right. Larry he, turns out to be getting older because he gave up some of his power. Yep, and then the next episode, he got when they had to, like he was in trouble, and then he got the uh, gorilla Zord, and then used that, and then they formed Juo. Jewel Wild. Yeah, that's right. And then... I know this past week it was an episode of... Ah, <laughs> uh, it was the banana episode. <laughs> the giant speaker throttle dude with Oh yeah, the one And then it would just be like... Nah, 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 and then they would just go And wild. then Leo uses his own loudness, which is great oh, that yeah, he that uses it. Because that shows kids how sound works. Yep. 
Because <laughs> theoretically, if you take a sound file, and like you take a frequency and you sort of reverse it and send the waves back at each other, it creates zero sound. Yeah. That's how stereo actually works. Like stereo sort of thingies. Yeah. Yep. It's and it was great. Fantastic. And <clears throat> I, I loved it because you knew they were gonna have a somewhat storyline with the guy who was who had the guitar. What I was hoping they weren't going to do, and they kinda did, but I'm guessing it wasn't long lasting results, is that once I saw him punching the wall, like the concrete like column thing, I'm like, there's gonna re- be repercussions for that where he's either gonna break a hand and not gonna be able to play anymore or something. And I was right. He had to re- he had to like tape the pick to his hand so he could play. But he and, still was able to play. That's the important yeah, part. Well, yeah, well, that's the good thing is that it wasn't the stereotypical. He punched the wall and then he gets mad because he can't play guitar anymore. And you've got to have the main Sentai member going, "You're much more than your guitar and your guitar hand. Maybe you can teach something." And he's like, "Yeah, I everything will look up in the end." And we all jump for joy, eighty style and freeze frame and close. Instead, credits. Leo's like, "I like your music. You should continue doing that." I actually like that. How he's like, I'm gonna give up. Don't you fucking dare give up. He's like, he's like, no. He's like, don't you care about me? You're the one reason why my hand is this way. And he's like, yeah, I know I am. And that's the reason why I'm standing here and telling you that you are gonna fucking do this. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Like, this is character development. This is shit that you didn't see beforehand. This is what Power Rangers needs. Really good character development. And they don't get it. What I also liked was when uh, Sarah, when she was trying to soundproof herself, she has a helmet on top of a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it was a biker helmet on top of her. Well, it was it was her helmet, the headphones, headphones. biker helmet, scarf. <laughs> that was great. That was just brilliant. It was, and it worked. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I mean, Drew Oger is fun. Like, it's not like, oh my god, dramatic, amazing. It's just a fun time. It's a quirky show, but still has a lot of serious moments. That's what I like. I like the balance between it. Yeah. <sighs> so, should we talk about the Amazon exclusive Amazons series on Amazon Prime? I just like saying Amazon over and over and over again. Yeah. And With, first part's already been out and subtitled, so... And yeah. I've seen it. Well, that's... The news is that the, the suits were revealed. We got a red yeah. one, and we got a green one. Common Rider Amazon Alpha, and Common Rider Alpha. Amazon Omega. That was great. He, like, turns the knob and he goes, Alpha. And then he just says, Amazon. That was so good. It's a de- it's definitely a Hesse, like a Hesse take on an Amazon on a Showa series, yeah, and it also starring Blue Buster, yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, who turns out to be a bad guy? Well, again, not necessarily a bad guy. Nah, he was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't tell you that I was also an Amazon creature." I'm sorry, and then... I don't know. He might still be fine in the end. And part two is out. It's just not subbed yet. Because I know uh, Gustavom on Twitter, he posted some screen caps. 
Yeah, he's... They're trying to figure all of that nonsense out. But when episode two is out, we'll talk about that. So yeah. this literally was a... Basically what Kamen Rider does in its first episode in a half hour, this took about 50 40, minutes to do. 45 minutes-ish? Yeah. But it had to introduce what was going on. It, it, had, it had to introduce so it had to much world setup. building. And world it was... Building. It was fun. Like, yeah, there wasn't that much dialogue. It was more so, let me show you this. Let me show you that. Let's show this. And then we have little bits of dialogue here and there. And what I like is that it was kind of gory without it being gory. Like, like they ripped hands. They ripped arms off. They arms ripped and legs like, and horns off and... and stuff. Yeah. Like, ripping it, hearts straight hearts out, out of them. And then crushing them, and then the body turns to like the goop stuff. It literally but at the same turns time, into it's paste. like it's like it was gory. It was definitely gory, but it wasn't quote unquote American gory. It wasn't Walking that, Dead or Daredevil gory. Yeah, if this was made in America, oh my god, you wouldn't be I watching would, it. I would not be watching it. It would just be like every three seconds, blood guts head gets cut off and throats get cut and all this other stuff and it's like we don't need it we really don't they did a lot in this movie they did a lot in this 45 minutes there was tension there was drama there was heart you know lighthearted stuff there was hard there were hard decisions there were fight scenes there was world building there was a guy building. drinking raw eggs yeah. From chickens that he owns. Yep. So there were a lot of things that happened in this 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it still maintained a decent story alongside not making it really dark. It's dark, but it's not like Batman v Superman dark. No, it's more along the lines of second half of Gaim dark. Yeah. Definitely, I can agree with that. And then we just have to wait until episode two comes out. Where we will get the actual Omega transformation. Because he did transform into a quote-unquote primal version of Omega. Yep. And what I like... I'm I'm guessing the driver will help, like, tune the powers. Because I feel like he probably loses part of his mind... Oh yeah. When transforming into Omega. So then the belt will probably help him maintain Channel it. Yeah, oh. and help maintain his own thought process. But what I like, I'm looking at the suit design right now, and Amazon Alpha has the sort of quote unquote body style of original Amazon. Yep. While Omega takes the color scheme and gives it a sort of common writer one feel to the suit except what, not as what, bulky and not as like i'm from halo here what i am I, like spark what armor. i what i see it as is alpha is the old amazon and then omega is the new one so what they're saying is is that we're moving on it is no longer alpha anymore we're going on to the omega project and if somehow we see an amazon 
it's going to be Omega rather than the uh, Showa type of thing. This is what I think anyway. It's the same thing with Ichigo. I feel like what they should have done with Ichigo is essentially this. Is they shouldn't have... Oh, it's his last time transforming. It's like, so what What happens now? Well, Are we never going to see Ichigo again? Is this going to is, be like... I don't know. It's confusing. The thing is... Um, chances are it's not going to be Hongo's last time as Ichigo. I listened to Ika Devil's newest episode of Rider Break, and he talks about the movie. And he literally spoils the entire thing. So I know well, what that movie yeah. is completely about. And it's not necessarily his last ride, but it might be. As confusing as that sounds. I'm busy! I turned it off. Well, then turn it off. They were knocking on my door constantly. Just stop it. Gotta love family. Yeah. Anyways, so let's move on from Amazon. Ghost news. Uh, there's pictures of the Heisei and Showa Damashis. The Heisei one kind of looks like a weird amalgamation of basically every single suit from the Heisei, from the Heisei era. Or at least the Neo-Heisei era. Because I see the Forze, I see the Drive. I don't really see too much of Gaim, but I see the Forze and the dri- uh, Drive influences. Um, I don't think it's... It's not supposed to be based on any other writer. I just see the influences, that's all. Oh, okay. Because essentially what it is, it's, like, grateful. But instead of the Damashis that he's collected, like Edison and stuff, it's going to be the writer ones. Like how on his chest, it's... You can tell it's the eye for Ghost. On his left shoulder, it's the R for Drive. On his right, it's the Gaim logo. So... Yeah, it's essentially it's essentially grateful for all of the writers, and then we've got the Ichigo Damashi. That is essentially just a hood, and it looks horrible. It's a hood with a with a scarf. Yep, that's it. It looks silly. It looks silly. It really does. I don't like it at all. And then, speaking of form changes, Spectre. Deep Spectre, or Moose Spectre, as I call him. Because it looks like he has antlers. Yep. And this is his sort of... Final? Final form. Wait till you see my final form! And, like Boost, it just has flames everywhere. Yep. Except it's not going to yell out, Boosto! All the time. And, um... Also, we know that he eventually gets... See, this is what I think I think is funny about the scans, is that we know that he gets his body back. Or, you know, he's not dead. We, yeah. we know that at some capacity. Which, I mean, Makoto sacrifices his life, his Ganma body dissolves and his icon explodes, and Adele is singing fire to the rain... 
while at the same time just killing people for the fun of it. <laughs> um, Necrom doesn't have access to his uh, his uh, legendary or legendary hero icons. He can still use Necrom. He just can't yep. use any of them because Grateful came into the picture and he's like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm going to borrow these because I just pushed this button right here and now they're all gone. Well, it's it's not that. It's because when he was the old Necrom, he would just like take they, control basically, of them. Yeah. He would, yeah, he would force them to work for him. He doesn't do that anymore. Because he doesn't have the Ganma power. Right. And so um, that's why. They're on a quest to go save Makoto, except they got stopped for a few moments and we're like, uh, we gotta go take care of this thing first. And, I mean, Ghost has been kind of uneventful in that sense. Yeah. I mean, there was the red cloud in the sky, and uh, I almost thought that he was going to use uh, Houdini, which is going to happen this weekend. Boost Houdini is going to happen. Yep. Well, technically it's already happened. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Timey-wimey stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, Ghost is fun. It's turned itself around a lot quicker than a lot of people give it credit for. Yep. And uh, I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah. It's definitely better than what they did originally. What, shovel out all the toys all at once? Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. (laughs) Might as well get you out of here quick enough so you can shower and do what you need to do. Yeah, so I can figure out what the hell's going on in my household. Because I swore I turned my Xbox off. Hmm. Doesn't matter. My progress was saved anyways, playing Quantum Break... That was the one thing I needed to mention. <laughs> well, it's too late because we're on Tokusatsu and we're ending. No, I was going to talk... <laughs> actually, I was going to talk about the Power Ranger reference. If you go to my Twitter oh. account, I posted a picture. There are these two scientists that... One's last name is Mon and the other one is Ranger. It is so strange. Yeah, that is weird. That's a weird thing to throw out there. R. Morphin, Dr. R. Morphin, and Dr. T. Ranger, which, um, Dresden, uh, he, <laughs> he's like, T. Ranger, Tranger, Tokuger confirmed. It's <laughs> good. And then I, I, uh, commented back, R. Morphin, Go Buster Tokuger crossover? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a strange Easter egg, and I am yeah. not sure if anyone else has caught it yet. The game's only been out for, like, five days now. Yeah. And I'm doing all of, like, the side objectives while doing the story. Because I'm doing... I'm playing it on easy first. Get all the collectibles and all the upgrades and stuff, then play it on hard, and use all of my souped-up superpowers, and beat the game. Yeah. It's a great game. If you have an Xbox One or 
a Windows 10 PC. I don't suggest playing it on the Windows 10 PC because I've been hearing bad things. But if you have an Xbox One, go pick it up. They're the same guys who did Alan Wake. So if you liked Alan Wake and how it looked cinematic, it's fun. And yeah. You good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I finished plugging my stuff. Yep. Um, so that'll end it for the podcast for the week. Um, Sean has things to do. I gotta I go. Have... I gotta go speed off and take care of some things. I am speed for Sean now, so I have to make speed jokes whenever I can. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially um, with the picture that I posted from Mitomo that said "late again." I'm truly becoming Barry Allen. Anyways, <sighs> now I'll let you finish. <laughs> so yeah, he's Snarky Sean, Speed Force Sean, Twitter. I'm Foo Mix a lot, John Howe on Twitter. Um, we have to go do other things and be life. You guys, we'll see you next week or two weeks. Two weeks. Blah. Have fun. Enjoy things and other things and things and take Bye. a shower and brush your teeth yes and always recycle r-e-c-y-c-l-e recycle yay bill nye <laughs> we're done all right bye, bye guys <laughs>
ぞんだいだここにあり」「来るなら来てみろマロ